Blog Talk Radio.
Okay, folks. Want to kind of just jump in here and just uh, make a little quick announcement. Uh, just want to remind the family and friends tonight is going to be checking out Five Smooth Stones. This is Seth. Guess I should say that. Um, tonight is going to be a pre-recorded show. Just so everybody knows, this is one of our old pre-recorded shows. This is one of my shows I'm most proud of. A lot of information went forth, and uh, that's what's happened tonight. Just so y'all know, this is a pre-recorded show. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Five Smooth Stones. Five Smooth Stones, which represent five topics that this show constantly talks about. And um, we are here tonight with another topic, uh, the identity. I'm pronouncing it right. I always get that word mixed up. But the validation, the the strong accuracy of um how can I say it? Well let me just let me say it another way. <laughs> I didn't think that would trip me up but it did. Authentic authentic authenticity of the scriptures, the uh how valid the scripture or how solid the scripture or how the what in the Bible that hasn't been tampered with. We know about the um Duplicate chapters. We know about the um, books that are missing. We know about the cancel, cancel of Nicaea and all the things that has to do with the Bible. But tonight we are looking at the strong aspects of the scriptures that that you can take to the bank, so to speak. The things that have proven over time. You know, the book says that there is nothing new under the sun. And one way you can find out what is really going on in our world is watch trends, cycles, repetitious. Again, the Bible says nothing new under the sun. So when you watch the patterns, because everything is repeating, even the most high don't change. Not that we're, I don't like how I said that, I mean, because he is the standard for sure, the uh, the top authority. But I'm saying he doesn't change, and then everything else doesn't change. Everything, everything, my friend, is on a cycle. So if you don't know what's going on, you're one of those persons that are really interested in what's really going on in our world. You study trends, cycles, patterns. Everything repeats. So we're looking at the Bible tonight under the microscope and looking at some Strong proof Can I have your attention please This is a pre-recorded message I have been disconnected from Blog Talk Radio I'm trying to call back right now I've created this message for times as these so please be patient. I'm trying to call back. Again, we've been disconnected, and uh, I am trying to call back. All right? Thank you for your patience. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened, but it looked like we got disconnected. But anyway, I'm Brother Seth, and we're going to go ahead and um, 
and introduce the uh, guest. Uh, this is an audio. I must admit, this is an audio. This is not live people actually calling the show. This is an audio, all right? So those of y'all, don't call in with questions for the guests. Uh, um, I'm here. You're here. All the callers here. Those of you in the chat room is here. But the actual program is going to be an audio. And speaking of the actual program, this is going to be the one and only Jonathan Gray interviewed by Bill Deagle. Again, this is a interview by Bill Deagle uh, with the one and only Jonathan Gray. This brother has a lot to say about the scriptures. Check him out. I don't agree with every single thing Jonathan Gray says or Bill Deagle. Um, and before they even start, I don't acknowledge the the the, the nation of Israel uh, as the true Jews of the Bible. They mentioned the, the Jews several times, or Israel the seven. It, they mentioned the so-called Jews several times. They mentioned the nation of Israel uh, as we know Israel today. However, you and I, those of y'all been listening to Five Smooth Stones, know that the Bible says over and over and over again that the Most High said that he would scatter his people among all nations, among the heathen. And that is where Israel is at to this very second, scattered among all nations, among heathen. So, and then, um, so we're not going to get into that. I'm just going to go ahead and let you listen to this, 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 uh, what they have to share. And uh, we, we know how to let the, allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth, don't we? So we're not closed-minded. We don't run from Egyptologists. We don't run from atheists. We don't run from any of these folks out here that have different views. What we do is sit down and, uh, as the scriptures say, let us reason together. So today we're going to be listening to, again, an audio clip, several audio clips, and what we'll do is we'll play the clips and comment, and, and, and I'll listen to y'all's questions and comments, and then we'll play another clip, and I'll listen to y'all's questions and comments, and we'll play another clip, and I'll listen to y'all's questions and comments. As you know, last show, we had Walter Williams um, on the same type of uh, style show, and uh, that show was very successful. Y'all really listen. You ask questions. And you know what? That is all we can do, folks. That is all we can do. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get right to the point. Um, I've, as you know, I've, uh, Brother Joseph Johnson and I have kind of been co-hosting a lot, and we just both been hosting the show together. And uh, he has had this thing in his uh, burning desire to get more truth out to our people, just like I do. And he's bent more along the Egyptologists. Uh, I should say Egypt. He don't like that word, calling them Egyptologists. But he's have a lot of information to share about Egypt. And I know for sure that uh, Africa, or so-called Africa, Kemet is the uh, cradle of civilization. So this is why I entertain uh, anyone speaking about Africa, because I know the truth has not even been told. I don't even think a fraction of it about truly what that continent has done for civilization. So this is why we've been doing so much talk about Egypt lately versus Christianity versus Judaism versus masonry or masonry and uh, uh, Egyptology and Christianity, you know, just a combination. This is why we've been doing this because we're looking for truth. And we know 
that the networks, ABC, CNN, all these folks, is never going to tell us what's going on. I think this is Brother Joseph. I may have this, the wrong phone line here, but let me just open up the area um, phone line for area code 708-660. Uh, is this Brother Joseph, or did I pick up the wrong line? You picked up the wrong line, bro. Okay, all right. Uh, sorry about that. My brother, If just listen to the show. If you have a question or a comment, uh, go ahead and uh, who is this? Uh, well, no mind. I think this. I think I know who that is, but I may be wrong. Anyway, if you don't press one with a question or comment, uh, I'll just go ahead and leave you alone for now. But I think I know who it is. Uh, so many people call from the area code seven zero eight. So uh, anyway, it's good to know that you're on the line there, my brother, and those of y'all in the chat room already. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming. I um, again uh, didn't send the, the uh, invitation out late to a lot of my friends, and so more people will be on. Uh, but I tell you what, because we are going to be getting more people, why don't I do this? Nope, we're going to go ahead and start this because we got an hour worth of clips to play. And again, we're going to play a, play some clips, a play a clip, stop, and I'll take your questions and comments on the clip. We'll play another clip. I'll take your questions and comments. You know, these people, this is a lot, this is a way that we're getting a lot of truth these days. These audio clips are very good because a lot of these people are in-demand speakers and it's very hard to get them. And plus, I don't have time to be trying to run after them anyway, so it's nice to be able to get the audio clips, listen to the truth because that's what we're looking for, dissect it, and take more. So having said that, I do think I finally got Brother Joseph on the line. Brother Joseph, I'm going to go ahead and start this clip very shortly. I want you to go ahead and greet the people. Uh, let them know what you think of the clip because you actually heard it earlier. I heard it also. Uh, I want to know what you think of the clip and um, just let the people, just greet the people. Uh, uh, Brother Joseph, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Brother Self. Okay, go See? ahead and greet the people. Uh, and let everybody know uh, what, this, uh, what we're about to play. This is Jonathan Gray. Just let them know what this done for you because, you know, it's all about our testimony. You know, that's when it all said and done. It's what did the Most High do in your life? What did he share with you? So quickly share with everybody what the clip did for you, and then we're going to go ahead. we got uh, three clips. I thought there was an hour, but they're not. Uh, they're like 10 minutes each. It's more like a show. The show is really only about 30 minutes, so it's like three or four clips of 10 minutes each. And like I said, we'll allow everybody to, anyone to, Question, uh, question, or um, what they've heard, or either comment on what they've heard. But go ahead, Brother Joseph. Okay, uh, Brother Seth. Uh, what my desire is uh, tonight, right? Uh, 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 I was I was hoping that you would play sound bites from um, the Bill Deagle show versus uh, 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 Professor uh, Walter Williams. And, no, 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 no. Uh, You're on the wrong page. We are playing. The show from Bill Deagle. Uh, we are playing clips from the Bill Deagle show tonight. Okay. It's but, only 30 uh, minutes. It's not an hour. I mean, I know you said earlier it was an hour, but they had a lot of commercials, and it's only like 30 or 40 minutes at the most. You'll okay. see this shortly, but what did that do for you? The Bill Deagle show where he uh, interviewed the Jonathan Gray. What did you think of that show? Because that's what we're going to play. Okay, well, see, I didn't hear none but the first, the first, Ten minutes of it, and I thought I was going to get back with it later on the okay. archive. Let me, let me share something with you then, since you—I know you—you 
told mentioned that you had heard it. I listened to the show. It's very interesting, especially towards the end. It talks a lot about Israel, and it also talks a lot about the Masons. So you're going to be in for a shock for this one. This is going to you'll like this. Okay, I tried my best to get out all those commercials. So, um, brother Joseph, you will be in for a treat. I'm kind of rushing here, everybody, because I really want to get. I want to hear dialogue from the people. Those of you on the phone line, those of you in the chat room, I want to know what y'all have to say because we've been beating up on, not me, but a lot of y'all been beating up on the church and, and, and the Bible. And here's a here's a total opposite view. This person is going to come out and speak and speak out some things that are very be, that, that will be very, very interesting. So I want to know what y'all think of it. So I'm going to go ahead and start up the clip. Okay, brother Joseph. Oh, Oh, brother. Yes. Now, this is what I would like for the audience tonight to do. After they heard uh, uh, this Bill Deagle, uh Jonathan Gray uh, program, uh, go back to Walter uh, 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 um, Williams' um, brilliant research uh, um, uh, work, and you will see where Jonathan Gray and uh, uh, Bill Deagle uh, work ain't nothing but a lot of hype. Ain't no whole lot of uh, research in it. They didn't. They didn't go into no research like uh, uh, Professor uh, Walter Williams. And I will that you would give. Well, let Walter me ask Williams. you something. Now, hold on, hold on. In, in, in all due respect to the listeners, because you got to be careful, Brother Joseph. People are listening to you. Now, you just said you only heard ten minutes. Of the forty-minute show, so let's go ahead and let yeah. the show do the talking because it's not fair to say. Now we heard all of the clips. Well, you heard all of the clips of Walter Williams. You heard that. Right. There was like eight clips. You heard all of them. Right. Now this show, you only heard one ten-minute clip, and you're saying that they didn't go and reach it. That's not fair. This is what I mean. We've got to be fair towards everybody. So this is what I want to do right now, if you don't mind. Let's go ahead and start up this clip. Let's listen to this brother all the way through. Now, they say some things that even I don't agree with. Like, for instance, they use the name Jesus. We know there wasn't no J in the Hebrew, but we know who they're talking about. But we got to kind of be use wisdom, okay? We hear them say certain things like Israel, the Israelites, the Jews. We know those people that are not Jews. But well, what I do when I hear the word Jew, I just slide in the proper people and I keep listening to what they're saying because it, you got the truth is that's how you have to do with truth. People are everybody has deception, lies, and ignorance. Everybody has deception, lies, and ignorance inside of them. As we study truth, the light shine on it. We become more aware. So somebody say Jesus. I don't get upset. I know because I came up on that name, and I was been delivered up under that name because when I heard the name Jesus, I know what was in my mind. It might have been a white image, but the Most High knew that even though our people is envisioning a white man, that they are calling out to the higher being, the higher power. They are superseding what they were trying to do in Europe. And we need to really give our people a break on that. These grandmothers and grandfathers, when they would go to church and get on their knees, yes, they had white images up everywhere. And maybe subconsciously they were giving into white supremacy. I do understand that. I understand the connection between white, uh, white supremacy psychologically and the, the white Christ. I understand that. But the Most High, I believe, reward our people because he knows that they're crying out 
to the God or the Elohim of the Bible. We got to give our people a break and quit tripping on that. Now, hold on, Brother Joseph, okay? So, having said that, you just said out of your mouth, Walter Williams does a wonderful job on speaking of Egypt and Luxor and Kimmy and all that. And you said these people didn't do a good job. But then you turn around and say you only heard 10 minutes of it. Of uh, this what? video I'm about to play. So listen what I want you to do, man. You gotta be fair. I know you're passionate about getting a story out of our love story. Hold on, please, please. I know you're passionate about getting this story out of our Luxor in Egypt. You don't know this, but so am I. But I'm not gonna be tricked by Egyptologists or Christians or Jude, uh, so called Jews or Masons or anybody. So I'm just saying that wasn't fair what you did. It really wasn't no, fair. So let's not let give me a chance. You're not giving me a chance to talk, brother. See, I'm, see, I like for both of us to talk together, talk to talk to each other, you know. But this is what I'm saying. I'm familiar with Jonathan Gray, and I'm familiar with Bill Deagle. Bill Deagle said he's from the house of Dan. See, they always want to glorify themselves. But see, but what I'm saying, this Professor Walter Williams, he will humble them and put their whole research and doctrine to shame. If you look at Walter Williams' research and when you listen to their research tonight, you will see they didn't go into it. Walter Williams went into how the Bible came into print, how the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old and the New Testament went into print. That's what I'm saying, Brother Brother Joseph, I haven't heard anybody. Let me just say this to everybody because I really don't like the way you did this. This brother called me earlier. This is my buddy. He's my friend. He's going to continue to be my friend, but I, I don't like what's going on tonight. He calls me and says, brother, brother Seth, check out this guy. He has a real good presentation. But this side, this, this particular person is pro the scriptures. He is, uh, he, and he's very good. He's very good. This brother says he's very good about defending the Bible. So I'm thinking Brother Joseph has something to say about this. So I'll go in and listen to the video. And the guy does bring a lot of things out that I didn't know. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, I did not know that Brother Joseph actually went and found somebody that don't have a strong argument as the previous episodes we talked about on this show. He went and found some peon that, that didn't quite know what they're talking about are, in his opinion, wasn't as strong as Walter Williams, which is our previous, I think, two or three shows. So he brings up this gentleman, and I listen to him as I'm doing other things around the house here, and he says some things that sound very interesting. So I say, okay, I'll bring this gentleman on because he's pro-scripture. I'll bring him on, and besides, if Brother Joseph says he's good, he's good. Now when the show starts, Brother Joseph dropped the bomb and say, this guy can't touch Walter Williams. That's no. totally no. unfair. That's totally unfair. But I'm gonna go ahead and play this, brother. But let me tell you something, brother Joseph. For everything just out there, hold on, my brother, because that was not cool. That's my opinion, for though. Every Egyptologist, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. For every Egyptologist out there, dropping science, there are some people that are into that Bible. And they know the deception. They know the, 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 how it was formed. They know about the lost books. They know about the Council of Nicene. They know about the deception. They know about all the attacks on the scripture. And they know about Egyptologists. 
you can argue both sides with heavy facts for a very long time, Brother Joseph. So I, you know, I listened to a little lot of the clips I'm about to share, and I think that these these people do have something to say. However, I didn't sit down and listen with a pen and paper and attentively. Again, I was doing things around the house while this guy was playing in the background. So we'll listen to it again together. And if he is a weakling, not a problem. Next show, I'll find somebody defending the scriptures, some of the people I've heard over the years, and then we'll come back and make this thing even. Hold on, Brother Joseph. i got somebody want a question or comment on this. Hold on one second. Eric Code 708-660, go ahead with your question or comment, please. Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, my brother. Hey, I just wanted to ask you, um, this is Sinjadikata. I heard you talking about um, the Hebrew and the comedic thing. Now, now, I, I just want to ask you: What do you do? Uh, do you do you agree with comedic information, personally for yourself? Uh, um, some of it. Okay. Some uh, of it. Are you a he? I, I do think. He- I do think. I do. I do think. Let me just say this: I do think it is ludicrous to ignore uh, Kemet. I uh, to say Africa. It is ludicrous. Anybody that don't acknowledge Africa as cradle civilization when they first start talking to me, I don't say I'm not rude. But I really kind of don't hear nothing they saying. Because if you don't mm-hmm. start with at grandma's house and grandpa's house, you have no knowledge. You're ignorant. You're just out here making noise. So I have deep, deep, deep respect. But I think the Egyptologists and the Kemet researchers are doing what a lot of Christians have done. They are running around. They there's different. There's they are a split uh, uh, split up, and they are diverse. They are as diverse. They are erroneous. They don't come. They don't have a lot of unity. Anytime man touch any type of religion or any type of philosophy, that's what happens. So I I get some things, some things I don't. I get some things, some things I don't. And this is why I'm grateful for Romans two of the scriptures that said there'll be people justified that never heard anything about the Bible because they're justified by their conscience. And to me, I do think the Most High put inside of us a spirit. And if we live by our country and our spirit, it talks about how that nature preaches that there is a higher power. So there are some people that don't have no Bible, no Quran, no Egyptian Book of the Dead, no hieroglyphics or metuneta. They don't have no research of Kemet, and they live by the conscience and their devotion to this being, this higher being. So that's really the authority. That's really the authority because when you start talking about when you start talking mm-hmm. about all these philosophies, man, we get divided. We get uh, we get the pissing contests and egos, and we don't go nowhere. I mean, it, it, it don't have to be an uh, ego because I mean, I, I I do agree that the scriptures have some good stuff in it as well, just as well as um, Egypt. I deal with Kim as well, but I don't respect everything about Kim. And I'm the guy. I don't know if you're in the chat, but you see me on there um, in Gozi. Um, I agree with certain scriptures and certain things I don't. All of it's been fumbled with, but the thing is about certain areas in that Bible and these and these Shashu people that we, that people refer to themselves as Hebrew or Hebaru, the people that crossed over, their scriptures talk against Africa. Their Bible or their deity prior before it was created, but I'm, I'm talking about before the New Testament. It's anti-African. El Shaddai or Yahweh, which was actually a mountain deity, which means I am. Was totally against Africa. They just they tried to destroy Africa. These people are the people that the Africans refer to as the Hyksos or the Habaru people, and I can prove that to you. You can see them on a wall. You see what I'm saying? 
So, I mean, it, it got good areas in it, but most of the good stuff comes from Africa, just not Egypt, because I don't like to give Kemet credit for everything. Most of it comes from the scriptures from Ethiopia that exist prior before Kemet, because everybody didn't, didn't, didn't look at Egypt like it was a unified place. They did a lot of sick shit in Egypt in certain areas, especially in the 18th dynasty. Incest, they had incest, uh, they had deformities, they did a lot of dis- the sick shit. So everything about Kemet wasn't holy and divine, if you want to be technical. True, absolutely, and I believe, I believe that this is what the scripture. I happen to believe the scripture that, and I know it's true because it's true with Israel. It's true with all nations, whoever they are, however great they are, they always turn from their most high, and that's when they begin to fall and start doing, like you say, sick stuff. So, listen, man, I, to me, I'm telling you, brother, I, it, it, it's a higher. Law out there, this conscience thing. I know I may sound like New Age a lot of my so-called Christian brothers and sisters, but I'm telling you, the Most High in in in, uh, in the Bible, Romans, and I know I don't know if you even believe in Romans, but the book Romans two, chapter two, talks about someone that wasn't circumcised, didn't have the law, but they had their heart circumcised. Their heart was circumcised towards the Most High. And I'm telling you, my friend, that is who he is looking for. Some people whose heart is circumcised. That's that's what I'm trying to convey, if nothing else. Well, well, is, well, your well, I, heart, I, is your heart circumcised? That's I can agree with you. I can agree. I can agree with you, brother. Most of the Romans, the, the, the Romans and Acts in the Bible, when it comes to Nicaea, they got most of those scriptures from people that was living in that region. Because the Romans never wrote anything. They had visors to write it for them. That was coming from all over the world. So the good stuff in the Bible or the Bible or Biblios, it's coming from people that was living in that region who understood this divine presence. I absolutely, I can, I can agree. I can show and prove that there is a immaterial force beyond finite nature. That we can't perceive, but bear witness to everything around us. It's pure consciousness. We can't really measure that, and it's all around us, and it's always been around us. You know, you just look and at the periodic and, and and my brother, when the Bible says uh, there is no name given among men whereby we must be saved, well, Moses lived before Christ, and uh, you telling me Moses was calling on Christ? No. Abraham lived before. I know anybody gonna say Moses or Moshe didn't make it in. Abraham lived before Christ. The Bible said there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. All right, these people lived before Christ. So what is Christ? Christ. The Bible says that a name. Oh, no, excuse me. The, the the Hebrew the the dictionary the the Strong's Concordance. I trust that concordance gives the definition of the word name as character and authority. Character and authority. Could Moses have had Christ's character? You bet. Could Abraham have had Christ's character? You bet. Could David have had Christ's character? You bet. What about the authority? Name again don't mean the 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 the, the verbiage you, you call someone when you see, hey brother so and so. That's not their name. Their name is their character and their authority. So when the Bible says there has there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved, people say, well, you got to know who Jesus is before you get saved. What about folks that ain't never, ever heard no gospel, never seen no Bible, don't know nothing about your church, don't know nothing about Egypt, don't know nothing about nothing? What if they just live a simple life, fish hunt every day, and they die? They are dying by the, they have died, so how, were they saved? 
The Bible talks about in Romans 2, again, people that did not have the law, but they had the heart circumcised. This is what Moses had. This is what Abraham had. They did live, and they did live by the name of Christ. And I know I threw off half the people that's in church when I say that, but it's the truth, and I can prove it. Again, they did not know who Christ was. So I think that any, when they say there is no other name given among men whereby means we must be saved, and Brother Joseph, I know you're on hold. Just give me a minute. Again, I just think this thing is bigger than Egypt. It's bigger than Judaism or so-called Jews or Israelites. It's bigger than Egypt. Egypt. It's a spirit that the Most High has given us. He breathed in that play. If you believe in Genesis, some people don't believe in Genesis. You believe in the book of Genesis. I do believe he, he believed in that brown clay. He breathed in that brown clay of himself. So we are part of this being. And when we stay true to that spirit inside of us, that's how we stay true to the Most High, my brother, in my opinion. Absolutely. Consciously, absolutely. You don't have to believe in none of those titles. I mean, to be honest, from my studies, I don't even think, I don't even think that Moses or none of those people exist physically. From my studies, I think that they are examples based off divinity. Like Osiris never exists. They're just myths to show us guidance how to how to how to walk in order. Just just examples. That's all they are. Um, states of consciousness, and I, you don't have to believe in none of that stuff. If you're a righteous human, and you live according to your consciousness, and you pass away, you're gonna go to an upper parallel outside of the physical third dimensional parallel that we live in. You know, that's just how it works. So I absolutely agree with you. But the absolute itself that we call God is far beyond comprehension. It's beyond Africa. It's beyond Israel. It's beyond the earth. It's beyond all this stuff. The earth is a blue dot surrounded by radiation. And within that radiation, it's surrounded within a galaxy that's surrounded by multi-multi-galaxies. So we're just living in the mind of all in all. We're just figments of its imagination, playing a role as a living organism. That's all. You know what, my brother? You say things a little different. I don't know why. I, I like I like you, man. I, I like the way you put that. That's my spirit. I like that. I know a lot of people think maybe you agree with that, brother. I mean, you're not saying the same language. You're not saying the same thing. But I think we speak the same exact language. And I think mm-hmm. basically you got to live. Because sometimes, how do you know? All these books have been tampered with. The Bible is missing books. You know, some scripture says, and many other things did King David that's written in the book of Jasher. And you say, whoa, 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 what did that say? And many other things did King David and it's written in the book of Jasher. Well, there is no book of Jasher. So that tells mm-hmm. you right there the Bible is missing some items. So, And then, you know, like I told you, I'm not down with the Egypt thing uh, a lot of these people talking about. That's cool. I do think Egypt, I do think Africa has a lot, again, everything. Every but everything comes from that place, and you, a person's a fool if they don't acknowledge that. But you, I think can I just say, can like I say something Joseph said, I got to bring him back on the line. He keeps mm-hmm. saying our books are closed, our books are closed, and I think that's that's some truth in what he's saying. It's it's really hard to get truth because a lot of our books are closed and destroyed. But the what? Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, which means it's everything not. is repeating itself. So, it's it's, not. you know, if you if they burn down libraries, we're going to continue to repeat. I, Egyptians are going to continue to do what they do. Black folks are going to continue to but, invent, but, do what we've always done. And but, and I said black people, I shouldn't say that to sound racist. People are going to continue to do what they do. 
you know, whoever you are, whatever your nature is, you're going to continue to repeat. And this is how you can know what happened in the ancient worlds. Look at what's happened today. Study the cycle. Study the patterns. Study the trends of our world. Go ahead, my brother, and make your last comment where we can get to okay, I just I just want to say this right quick. I just want to say this last thing. Egypt, a lot of people that's getting into Kemet or Egypt, we have they have to understand that Egypt don't make Africa. That's just one little country in Africa. And most Africans, Amer- Africans in America that's born in the diaspora, they don't come from Egypt. We come from West Africa. Egypt was just one country in Africa. We had much more greater civilizations outside of just Egypt. If people really study Egypt for how they were, they really won't like Egypt in certain areas. I am an Egyptologist. I studied Kemet for a long time. And if they start studying Egypt long enough, they will see how Egypt worked. Egypt had Hama, which means people that was taken in captivity from Nubia, from Canaan, or Kanana and Medunetia in Syria. They took people into servitude. They were brutal to people. They were liars. They created myths. They did all types of reckless stuff to people that people don't want to see that they look past. They don't want to see that area. And the Egyptians also mixed their blood with foreign people. That's why on the walls you would see some people that were lighter brown and some people dark brown. They wasn't like the Nubians or the Nahisu, which is the actual name for the people. That's why the Nubians and the, Hitch- and the Hyksos was trying to ride with each other to destroy Egypt. And that's why you see Tahakra name written in the Bible, because he helped protect the Israelites from the Syrians. Just do the research and you can see it. Because a lot of Nubians from Sudan was converting into Yaudaism with the Shashu people at one point. So I just wanted to get that clear when people talk about Egypt. Learn about Egypt. Learn about you know the things they did. If, learn if about nothing their else, what you just shared, what you just shared, and like I, you know, I know we don't grow on everything, but what you just shared was a mouthful. And I do mean that because I get so tired. It's almost like you said, my Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. We got hundreds and thousands of people that died in the, in the back woods for us. You know, I remember seeing this one movie where this one guy was getting ready to hang him, and he said well, they was getting ready to hit this horse, and when they hit the horse, the horse going to take off, and the, and the guy going to fall with, this, with the, a rope around his neck. And I remember him looking at all those people and saying, all the white people looking around at him and said, he said to them, when you hang me, kiss my ass. Absolutely. <laughs> and I remember thinking, wonder how many black men, said that, just told the people off before they died. And we don't even know nothing about them. All we know about Marlon King, Marlon King, Marlon King. There's so many people <laughs> that have fought and died for us in backwoods that we don't know about. So that's how I look at the Egypt. Egypt is like you say, it's just one country. There were so many other contributions. Like I say, everything, but everything comes from the motherland. My brother, I really enjoy talking to you. Thank what you. I want you to Thank do, you, I, brother. When I put you on hold, I want not don't don't press it now, but in about two minutes press your one button. And later on after each clip, if you want to throw in a little something, throw in a little something. But we're about yes, to sir. start this clip with Jonathan Gray, and I love to know your comment. But like I say, don't hit the one now because your hand gonna stay up. In about two three okay. minutes, hit one on your phone, and then later on if you have a question question after any one of these clips, hit press one again. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. I enjoy. Enjoy. Sometimes I enjoy doing this, man. I mean, I enjoy it all the time, but every once in a while you get some people on and know what they're talking about, and I disagree with that brother's spirit. Brother Joseph, I know you probably want to cuss me out around about now, but uh, I had to just go ahead and, and get that brother in there. I'm going to go ahead and start this Jonathan Gray uh, clip on, and uh, what will happen is we'll, um, we'll let everybody comment after this. Okay, Brother Joseph? Okay. All right, here we go. This is uh, Jonathan Gray being interviewed by uh, Bill Deagle again 
After it goes off, it's about a nine-minute clip. After it goes off, we'll comment questions, and then we'll just continue like that. We have, I think, four of them tonight. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report in Hour 3. Of course, every second week is Jonathan Gray, ancient archaeologist. His website is beforeus.com. Jonathan, we're up around Chapter 10. Tell us what the agenda is for today. Okay, what we're doing today actually is to uh, look at physical evidence that we can trust uh, the the Bible, uh, in particular the Old Testament, uh, how archaeology gives its verdict uh, against the skeptics, and um, there's lots of interesting things that we'll be covering, I think, because um, we will be jumping from Israel across to Iraq and and all sorts of places and finding some interesting things. Very good. And... uh of course, we touched on some of the things about Jericho last time. We're into this first part of Chapter 10. What is the title of that chapter again? The title of the chapter is Physical Evidence, Archaeology's Verdict, Physical Evidence. Right. And the thing is, it's more vital today. It says in Daniel that knowledge will greatly increase a man will run to and fro across the face of the earth. That's happened. This is an end time prophecy happening literally today as we speak on the radio. And it says and everything will be unsealed. In other words, God's not going to have any... Excuses given to them in the judgment seat when the sheep and goats are being separated, they're going to have a very clear answer uh, as to what's going on because when they listen to this program and they spread that message out to the people, they realize that if you analyze it with your intellect clearly and when you look at the Bible as a proof of archaeological truth and go investigate it, they'll find what you did. Uh, even if you're very skeptical, which I'm sure you were when you investigated these things, you found out that the scientific evidence supported the biblical narrative and the truth. Sure does. Right. So let's let's continue. Okay. Now we did talk about uh, about um, the Red Sea crossing, and we got into uh, Jericho. That is true. And just as a quick review on the on the Jericho thing, well, maybe first of all, a, a quick review on the attitude that we have to approach on this. Uh, for many people today, uh, Dr. Bill, the study of history is impregnated with ideas that there's no God or that miracles are not possible or that we live in a closed system and there's no supernatural. Exactly. And uh, with these presuppositions, uh, certain people begin their critical, what they call their, their critical, open and honest investigation of history. Okay. And... Uh, and when they study, for example, the story of Jericho being uh, uh, being uh, uh, cast down by the sound of trumpets and, and people running around seven times in a day, they think that's absolutely impossible. There was no miracle involved. It wasn't even a real event because we know, historically, no, but philosophically, yes, that there's no spiritual dimension. Therefore, these things could never have happened. It's all about a philosophical view, the standpoint, not about evidence, Dr. Bill. Right, and one of the things that's interesting, I got a new perspective on this idea of trumpets when I was doing some theory research and prayer, because you need to do both in order to be able to delve clearly scientifically on any realm, whether you're doing a mathematical or a study. And one of them is this latest thing about sounds being recorded all over the planet. One of my theories is maybe it's something like the Earth buckling and there's a the release of these underground tunnels. And then I thought of something else that even makes more sense. It's actually the collapse of the magnetosphere, and the trumpet sounds are literally the sounds that they're hearing all over the planet. It sounds like a trumpet, actually, like a shofar, and the shavarim, which is a pulsing sound of the, of the shofar, occurring when the magnetic field is dropping and the solar and galactic winds are blowing on the Earth. And I believe it's a warning sign. It's another one of these warning signs that the trumpet 
of God is blowing. It's interesting, too, that when these high-energy things occur, they ring the earth like a bell, and if there are fault lines, like they were under Jericho, they're going to release earthquakes that are going to cause these things. They will release judgment on places like Sodom and Gomorrah. It turns out that the area of Sodom and Gomorrah is right at the fault line that goes all the way from Turkey uh, all the way down to uh, Lake Victoria in Africa, the Great Rift. And, in fact, the Great Rift Valley, which is a volcanic fault line, according to FICO, the engineer from Israel that I met in 97, 99, I mean, with uh, uh, Hayseed Stevens and uh, the chief oil engineer for the Israeli oil company, the Israelis have known that the magma struck the oil field and was equivalent to 500,000 Hiroshima's that blew up and caused the damage that was down the well-watered valley of, of uh, Sidim, which is a valley in which uh, the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, they weren't little small cities either. Apparently, according to the archaeological facts, they believe, the Israelis believe, that the city of Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns and cities was around one and a half million people. It was not a little city. It was the size of a fairly large city, even in the United States or Europe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, were, there were tremendous graveyards on the other side of the river, uh, other side of the uh, Jordan Flat Plain at the south there, which indicate an enormous population was using them for cemeteries. Yet there were no towns nearby. The towns were on the other side, close, close to the uh, the present Dead Sea. And Sodom and Gomorrah are enormous. Yes, the, the, the yeah. ashen remains spread out a great area. Yeah. So. Uh Tell me the, uh, the the story of it, and what what does this book try to teach you? Uh, you know, overall, people that are just turning it for the first time, we've gone through a number of chapters. The Forbidden Secret is probably your most important book because it combines many things from many other books, and you've done many yes, many does. books over the years. It, it basically for anybody who's a skeptic, uh, as they say to people, keep their skepticals on the, that thinks that they're a Christian, that thinks that their religious viewpoint is correct, like the Mormons or the Muslims or any other group, the only religion that's acceptable to the Most High God on this planet, the only one that's correct, is ancient Judaism that became the believers that Messiah was coming in the flesh and the followers that were true Christians since that time. Every other religion is false and satanic. That's the facts. There are not many ways or roads to the Most High God. There's only one. Yes, we're actually, we've got to be remembering this, that we're in the midst of an enormous and intense uh, hate-filled attack against the Creator by Lucifer and his cohorts, who have hijacked planet Earth and are controlling the, the visible forces that we see today, that they're controlling many of the, the things that we think are, are so innocent. Um, they're controlling politics, they're controlling religion, they're controlling science, they're controlling the, the, the drug industry, both legal and illegal. They're controlling much, most of the information that is being pushed out on us as truth because this is an all-out war and Lucifer knows he's going down and he wants to drag the world down with him before he goes. Yeah, exactly. And this book is about the secret, the secret of rescue that uh, our Creator has launched to uh, for those that are, uh, are humble enough to accept the fact that they, they, they are wrongdoers and they need help and that we all face death and without uh, rescue we all have no future hope. And he wants us not to know about this and anything to do with this rescue attempt. Some people call it the plan of salvation, others call it the plan of rescue, others call it the, what the Messiah is doing. It's all the same thing. Lucifer hates it. 
He, he wants all of us to be lost and he wants all of us to be either twisted in our minds and this is why we've got those counterfeits you spoke about, counterfeit religions which are decoys simply to divert people from examining the real thing. Exactly, and of course a lot of them are counterfeit are inside the body of the church. One of the jokes I would say when I was invited to churches when they were more foolhardy and didn't know what Dr. Deagle is all about, I would go to a church when I spoke about pro-life issues and I'd say, you know the reason why they have heavy doors in the church and ask for hands? And they said, well, I, they come up with all kinds of foolish answers. And of course, I try to be humorous and I'd say, the doors are heavy to make sure Lucifer and Satan can't get out of your church. Yeah. And the fact well, is, yeah, and he's listening. in control. Uh, right. And uh, most people don't know that the enemy is very good at infiltrating. And he'll, oh, he'll either set up a de deliberate decoy or else he'll infiltrate where he can get people who are honestly following the truth and, well, and just turn them around and mess up their minds. Well, we look at the issue of Mormonism as a good example. And uh, I'm highly qualified to be able to, to speak on this and on high-level masonry. And I can tell you that you've never found, uh, when I've had discussions with you, any evidence that the so-called Mormon doctrine of the lost tribes and all the other foolishness of Zarahemla, etc., has ever been identified by any archaeologist, either Christian or otherwise. And so when we have this candidate, Romney, trying to pretend and, and woo these so-called Christians to say that Mormonism is just another branch of Christianity, it's a patent, satanic lie by another cult. It's another brand of Satan on the shelf of religions to control the population of Earth and not let them know the real truth of who Yeshua HaMashiach is and our Savior, the Most High God. We'll be back in a moment. Is it possible to reverse osteoporosis? Yes. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report in Hour 3, of course, every second week with Jonathan Gray, ancient archaeologist. Sorry about that. That was clip number one, all right? And I will shortly listen to clip number two. Any questions or comments from anybody before we move on? Uh, the brother I just spoke with on the phone lines, you still got your hand up. I need you to press one. That way your hand will go down. And then if you have a comment, press one again, okay? Your hand is still up, though. Uh, anybody question, comments in the chat room or phone lines, please let me know. All right? Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and start number two. Let me open up the phone, Brother Joseph. Brother Joseph. Are you there, man? I put you on hold and I mean to do that. Do you have any questions or comments before we move on? Yes, I do, Brother Sal. Yes, I do. See, I'm going to say this humbly. I'm going to say this very, very humbly. Now, next week, we're going to get into some real research. Let's play Walter Williams part tonight or let's go in depth to him uh, next week. Now, the brother you had on, put him on, put him on. I want to talk to him and, 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 and so we can go backwards and forward. Not, not no, no hold on, hold on a second, hold on. You just can't change the program like that, Brother Joseph. Now, the brother, I liked him too, but we got three more clips. And just so everybody knows, the clip y'all listening to, Brother Joseph called me early and said, you listen to this guy, he's defending the scriptures. And he was talking about it as though he was, uh, he really was impressed by this brother. Well, I begin to listen no, to him. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Brother Joseph, because I have to just, just hold on. 
I listen to him because Brother Joseph come up with some strong people. That's that's what this brother is known for. He know a lot of people out there. So he's saying, okay, we've been talking about Egyptology. Okay, brother said, listen, this guy, this is somebody on the other side. I said, okay, because, you know, me personally, I have issues with a lot of Egyptologists. I just do, especially lifestyle. If your lifestyle ain't, 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 ain't converted by what you believe in, you really ain't got me. If your little kids don't like you and your family, you don't have a happy family, happy marriage. I mean, if your beliefs don't take over your lifestyle, what, what, do, why do we need it? I mean, really, save it. So I just got a bad taste in my mouth. While I respect the motherland and I know that everything comes from there, I don't respect a lot of people that call themselves representing them by way of these Egyptologists. So I know that they can't be ignored because some things ain't just quite right. I know this Christianity we've been given has poison in it. I know that. I'm sorry it does. I know that the book is missing some some books. I know the Council of Nicaea, they took out a lot of books of the Bible. We don't know what's what. You know, a lot of chapters, some chapters in the Bibles are duplicate. I mean, showing sure up duplicate. You can turn one part of the book. I can tell you to turn to Isaiah 37. I can turn to another uh, chapter. And we, we read the exact same word for word for word, like somebody messed up and made a duplicate chapter. And what's crazy is when you're reading your chapter, it reads word for word. It may be 10,000 letters, and all of a sudden, something don't lie. You'll say something that I don't see. But that's like the most I'm telling you. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's well, what I'm saying. saying I, know man. I know there's issues. I know there's issues with the book. But that don't mean I'm about to throw the book out and start believing all these folks from, from uh, calling themselves representing Egypt and Africa and all these uh, uh, parking lot prophets, so to speak. It ain't going to happen. I'm, I'm just not going to. You know, I'd rather go with somebody that's, that's been, that have miracles in their life. Most I've transformed them. Maybe they was a drug addict. Maybe they was a this. Maybe they was that. And they have fruit. They have fruit in their life. People are being blessed by them. You might say, well, whatever, you know, there wasn't no J in the Hebrew. Okay, but the heart, their heart is crying out to the Most High. And he acknowledged their heart, as Romans 2 talks about, that person that didn't even have the scriptures, but their heart was right. They had circumcision of the heart. They weren't in their no circumcision of no penis and foreskin like Israel did. They had it of their heart. And they was better off than the so-called Israelites that was uh, had the circumcision of the penis and supposedly have all these laws and stuff. They live better than the so-called Israelites. So we better pay attention to Romans too. I'm telling you. Anyway, Brother Joseph introduced me to this guy. This, this clip, y'all. These clips we're listening to. I really don't know these people that well. He introduced me to him, and then he brings up Walter Williams and says. Walter Williamson research is a lot more better. So I, I kind of feel like right now, Brother Joseph gave me these weak people to represent the, the scriptures while he's going with Walter Williams, a more educated, you know, this brother, this black man. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, no, hold on. This no, guy did a wonderful job. No. Last, hold on. I'm, I'm going to get this out. I don't mean to put you on hold, but i got to get this out. So he calls me about an hour ago, about two hours ago, and said, listen, this brother, I'll Played him a little bit, and so that's what we listen to tonight. But you just know why this brother does bring out some strong truth. He is not the strongest or the sharpest knife in the drawer. This presentation tonight 
is not the sharpest presentation we have to defend the scriptures. Everybody, please make note. This presentation, these brothers you're listening to, while you will learn some things tonight, they are not the sharpest. There are some people that can rip up Egyptologists like they stole some. I've seen them. I've heard them. I've had them on the show. So let's go ahead and finish listening to the other clips because Brother Joseph mentioned this and introduced these people to us, even though he feels like they can't hold a candle to Walter Williams. I don't know why he even gave them to me. But anyway, I'm going to go on. Let's listen to the rest of the, the other clips here. This is clip number two. Welcome back. And um, I want you to answer that question and the issue that I raised because it was raised in the first hour. A lot of people think that Dr. Deagle is here to entertain. Well, let me give you a reality check. This is not uh, Glenn Beck on the channel trying to just rant and rave about the New World Order, about the latest bank foolishness. You need to get deep down into the guts, the satanic guts of what's going on. The fact is, when Jesus Christ, the Yeshua HaMashiach, the Father in the flesh, was literally on earth, and Satan took him high to the height of the temple and looked down, he said, all the kingdoms of this earth are mine. If you will worship me, I will give you all these kingdoms. Guess what? He had them to give because Satan is not only in control 2,000 years ago, he's in control today of every single church, of every single so-called religion, a very political system, and there's no one that gets ahead in any political system in any country on earth unless they're involved in some secret order of some sect. And if you don't believe that, and you go into politics, you'll find out the hard way. The fact is our world is firmly in the grip of Lucifer, and the dark majesty of his, of his brilliance has infiltrated right into our political system to believe the foolishness that many of our politicians are well-intentioned, and even ones that are doing good, like the White Hats, like Ron Paul. And I agree with Ron Paul. I think he should be our president, but he needs to come clean and, and, and come clean of being a Mormon, a Mason, I mean, that we need to have someone who's a Mormon and their gaffes in the uh, comedy channel dealing with Mormonism about his mother, you know, becoming a plural wife around the star Kolob and all this foolishness. The fact is, we need to start having common sense. God didn't ask us when we became believers in the Most High God to become brainless idiots. He wanted us to use our intellect and our creative capacity, like the Creator God, to choose to be the sons and daughters of the Most High, to not only use our intellect, but also use our spiritual discernment. And that's why when you're a skeptic and you go and investigate the archaeological facts and the historical uh, narrative and the actual truth, you find out these other religions are false lies that are leading us down to a pathway of World War III and destruction of the planet. And, and the very nature of man is being stripped from us by these false religions. Uh, we are not to become gods in our own little mini-universe. We are to become the children of the Most High that today, not in some future time, we have the signet ring of the Creator God when we hear and do His will. Not tomorrow, and heaven doesn't start when you die, it starts today when you have a relationship with the Most High. Those they're in a hellish relationship that don't have one with the Most High, you're already in hell, you just can't feel the licking flames of the, of the cauldron of the lake of fire already licking around your buttocks and around your calves and around the sides of your shoulders and the top of your head. But nonetheless, those spiritual licks of fire are already eating away at you spiritually. That's the reality. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bill, I, I often come up across this question uh, when I'm talking about archaeology. Right. And uh, people say to me, well, why do you introduce the Bible into the discussion? Well, my answer is twofold. 
As an experienced hands-on archaeologist, I've discovered that, one, to ignore the Bible writings is to deprive oneself of a valuable source of information, and two, an amazing 3,800 times the Bible claims to offer vital intelligence data beyond what man can discover on his own. So would common sense prompt us to at least investigate? Exactly. In fact, the Bible even says about the earth being a great circle back in the book of Genesis. It talks about the judgment of fire coming on the earth. My classified sources have told me this in the last uh, two decades from working as a civilian doctor with Q-level clearance at Space Command. I know what's coming, and it fits exactly with the Bible. The Bible is never wrong. The problem is you see people say, well, that's just your opinion. The Bible is like a set of equations that interprets itself. That's why Second Peter 2.10 makes it very clear. And you've done this repeatedly throughout your books and the Forbidden Secret, that you show the Bible interprets itself. You don't need to privately interpret it. When you actually have the keys to have one scripture interpret the other scripture, even if you don't have the exact meaning of a specific word, the Bible will set itself straight, doesn't it? Absolutely. And we might as well admit it. The real truth concerning uh, anything that, that is going on in this world today will never be found in the opinions of the present world system. No. The best that can offer is the convenience of thousands of people everywhere blundering in and out of theories that are like a revolving door. Right. Uh, it's also a fact, Dr. Bill, that if you don't, do not start with the right premise, there's no way you can come up with the right answer. Well, one of the good exa examples is most of the pundits out there say there's going to be a thermonuclear world war this year. 2012 is the end of the world. No, it's not. It's the beginning of the end. It's the foot paw of the dragon putting its paw down over the planet saying, this year we want our global new world order. This year we want a federated Europe. This year we want the sixth caliphate controlling all of the Islamic countries from Morocco to Malaysia. This year they want a biometric ID uh, forced on the planet through a new world G20 currency. This year they are moving toward all these systems while the world's geopolitical systems and climate changes occur. This year they want to frighten people into accepting a peace treaty, partitioning the state of Israel, and accepting a new super religion where they say Islam is an Abrahamic religion, which is clearly not the case. Satanic, uh, Talmudic Judaism is satanic. The satanic Islam in all its forms, whether it's moderate or otherwise, is satanic, period. Not, that's why America should not accept the idea that Islam is acceptable as a religion in America that should realize kind of okay it's not no way absolutely right okay let's focus back on the Bible again and yes. let me share a, a trade secret Dr. Bill when we decided to take the Bible myths literally myths as, as they've been called literally our archaeological teams began for the first time to discover ancient remains that others had been missing. And its clues gave us an outcome more solid and exciting than we ever expected. And we also uh, begin to find long-forgotten scientific secrets within the Bible. Now, you touched on one just for a brief second earlier, the circle of the earth. Yes. Uh, and, and the Bible is full of scientific truth, even though it's not primarily a book of science. It's a book of God's dealings with mankind and, and our way to respond. But uh, it does touch on science here and there, and on each occasion, subsequent discoveries have proved it to be accurate. Right, which is why when we hear these strange sounds all over the planet, I believe it's a trumpet call of God now. I think that it's most likely what's going on is the the entry into this high energetic part of the galaxies we entered into the galactic plane 
the earth's strings, the, what they call it the, the harmonics of the planet or the spheres, is actually being strung as we're going to a time of judgment. It's driving earthquakes and volcanoes, it's driving the magnetosphere, and it's driving genetic change to the planet as well as bringing about major climate changes like these superstorms and, and winter and ice ages that are about to strike the whole planet. And we can see it this year. People say, oh, Dr. Dale, you've been saying there's an ice age coming. You can't argue now when Serbia and Libya and Tunisia are covered with snow. You can't argue now when you see the biggest snows in northern Japan in history. This is no longer a theory. It's a in-your-face reality now, and the Bible laid it all out that these times, great signs in the heavens are laid out right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, um, where, where should we go from here? Would you like a, a, one or two examples of, of how uh, our, our uh, teams and the fellow archaeologists have been finding things? Uh, well, uh, think of Babylon, for example, over in Iraq. Yes, let's do that. When we come right back, we need to get all the details of what's going on in Babylon. Of course, in the Gulf War II, they actually robbed the, the uh, place of antiquities there to steal a lot of these ancient artifacts and so on, just like uh, Adolf Hitler did in the Second World War, tried to rob the Middle East of these antiquities. Okay, that's part two, everybody. Any questions or comments before we do part three? There's only four parts tonight. We should have a very interesting conversation after we are done. This is a very short audio presentation. Uh, that was clip number two. Any questions or comments, let me go ahead and open up the phone lines. I know Brother Joseph has something to say. Um, and anybody else, uh, please press one on your phone if you have a question or a comment about the clip you just listened to or the previous clip, okay? All right. Uh, but let me just go ahead and open the phone line and see. I know Brothers Joseph um, have something to say if I can get this uh, control thing to work here. Just one moment, Brother Joseph. Here we go. All right, Brother Joseph, um, did you have a question or comment about what you just heard? Brother Seth, all I was, all I was trying to do is we as black people need to know what these white people be saying with their archaeological and so-called research versus what our people have to say. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you did your research on Desiderius Erasmus yet? Rashi, a.k.a. Rabbi Solomon Bar, and uh, uh, Rabbi Moses Mamona D, have you did your research? I can't say that I have. I mean, I've heard some of those names, but I can't say that I've. I um. Let me let me just explain something to you about me and research. Just give me I a don't really, Just give me a chance. I'm just gonna ask it real quick, real quick. I don't really believe a whole lot. The further you go back, the more lies you're gonna probably. You really think you're going to know what's happened. The further you go back, the more lies. So this is what I believe. I go more with the spirit. The spirit. The Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. So I look for trends. Whatever happened now happened then. I look for trends. Nations come, nations fall. You know, the wicked is always trying to control. You know, the, you reap what you sow. All these universal laws, all these laws the Bible says that they, they're just laws that constantly repeat itself. So 
I don't have to know every single thing that happened in Egypt to understand Africa's contribution or Kemet's contribution to the world. I don't have to. I'm not want I don't have to. I went to Ethiopia and after everything I ever heard was bad about Ethiopia. But I just knew that was a lie. Because I know the nature of the people that's talking about Ethiopia. They have issues with Ethiopia because Haile Selassie them kick Italy Italy's behind, ran them out of there. So Ethiopia, they say, will always crawl. So did uh, 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 Haiti. Haiti defeated, I uh, forget the army, I can't think, my mind is cluttered right now. But because Haiti embarrassed the Europeans, so that's why we'll always be a poor country. It's retaliation on these black countries. It's just look at African countries. In any African country, that's why Mugabe uh, uh, is, so, is so disrespected. You know, uh, Idi Amin, you know, that's how crazy was. I met some people when I was in Australia that said, that's not true. And I said, wait a minute, that guy did kill a lot of people. They said, yes, of course he killed a lot of people. He sure did. He killed those that turned against him and his own people. Anybody that spoke against him that wasn't pro-out, he didn't have no uh, I think you're pressing one accidentally. All I'm saying is there's always two sides to every story. So I don't trust all of that ancient stuff. I don't. I'm looking at the hieroglyphics, and I hear the white people saying, this is what this means, and this means that. And then I hear all these Egyptologists saying what they're saying. And all these people, y'all in one minute want to dog out white people. And then at the next breath, you want to listen to them tell you what's on those pyramids. So I say, to hell with all of that. I'll listen to none of y'all. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Hold on. Let me get this out. I know I'm kind of dominating tonight. But listen to me, please. I say, to hell with all of it. You know why? You're trusting the very people you call oppressors. Either white people are just people or they're devils like y'all say. If they're devils like y'all say, why do you listen to them at all? And if they're people, why do you call them devils? Now, I don't call them devils. I respect them as people. I feel like anybody can be evil. I believe Africa is a, they was everything. They was the best. They was the worst. They was the most wicked. I think the first earth that was destroyed was black yeah. people, our so-called just you got to give me a second, man. I know I'm a little windy. I'll give you the same amount of time. So all I'm saying to you, I'm not about to uh, 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 listen to y'all. Half y'all don't have no good lives. Half y'all, you know, not, not saying you, but people don't have no fruit, man. I look at them. I look at people's lives. If your belief is so strong, your lives should reflect it. These people right. I hear call themselves Egyptologists is a, it's a bunch of jokes. Just like a bunch of people right. are these Christians. Hold on. I say, hold on, Brother Joseph. That means when I give you the mic, you got it for whatever amount of time I've been talking. Just give me a like minute. I don't like to dialogue like this. I like to talk. Let's talk, man. Let's talk. Let's we talk. can talk, but right now I just want to get I don't this like, out. I don't, I, like, I don't like the way you do. I don't like the way you do things. Let's talk. Let's talk, man, like we, like we do off the line. Let's talk. Brother Joseph, all I'm saying, you asked me, did I do the research? You asked me, did I do the research on them people? No, because I don't trust the people that's telling me about them. I just know there was some great things done in Africa. Obviously, like like Dick Gregory said it when he was trying to be funny. He said, you ain't being fired, brother. You just ain't being fired. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, you can't just sit there and write something down, and then when it's your time, just share it. No, no, no. I don't I don't like the dialogue like this. I like to say something short, then you say something short back and forwards. 
All I wanted to say is you get who you want to get on the show and you get um um Walter Williams on the show. And let's see let's see who got the most ammunition, the most uh uh research information. Now now if you was to uh, research Desiderius Erasmus, you will see where the first uh five books came from. And if you would read uh, uh, look up uh, uh, Moses Maimonides. You see where the New and uh, uh, Old Testament came from. That's our problem. And see, in order to create a good guy, you had to create a bad guy. Now, all I'm saying, brother, you add on to that, and then you let me add on to what you're saying. Let's let's try to get Mr. Walter Williams on your show. Brother Joseph, I this is old for me. I have I'm, been I'm trying to get to the bottom of some brother. So, so, I, I understand. Like listen, I said, just so you know, just so you know, I have been dealing with Egyptology for a very long no, time. No, I'm not brother, so you know who the true Egypt. No, you know who the true Egypt. You know who the true Egyptologist is? The white people. They the true Egyptologist. Because, like you said, blacks listening to them. Them white folk, they think they the only ones that had authority on uh, 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 how Egypt was. Don't nobody know what Egypt, how Egypt was back then. I told you, man, I was over there for seven months, man. And the average person that that, that got so much to say about uh, uh, Luxor, they never went over there. You got to see this with your own eyes. That's how I, my eyes opened up. Them was Joseph. not people. I won't from the West Africa. I won't from the West Africa. None of us. Brother Joseph. Brother Joseph. Joseph, I've been in 24 countries looking at black folks and what they've done. Trust me. I know Luxor is nice, and maybe I haven't seen them as nice as Luxor. But I already know but by you... the spirit. Listen, listen, please. I already know by the spirit. That means... I don't have to go see. Now, listen, remember, I don't know how you believe in, in Yeshua or Christ, but remember, Thomas said, I don't believe you are the Christ. I don't think you rose from the dead. I don't believe you. The disciples believe, oh, that's Christ. He rose from the dead. Thomas said, I don't believe unless I stick my finger in your side. Christ right, said, okay. Now, listen, just let me get some out, man. Hold on. So Thomas stuck his finger in his side and said, now I believe. Then Christ said to him, Blessed is those that don't see, that don't touch me and believe. That's how I believe. That's what I think. I don't have to see Luxor. I Look know there. that, listen, listen, man, I don't know why you just can't just chill out there just like I did. Listen to me you for a minute. Why we can't talk back and forwards, man? Well, we, we are going back, back and forth. You just uh, went. It's my yeah, time now, brother. Just if I put to put you on mute, I'll do it because we're going to have a successful show here, man. All right, I'll let you talk now. I'm talking. I'm saying I don't have to go to Luxor. I ain't got. I went to Egypt. Okay, I, I just want to just butt in here really quickly and let everybody know that. Um, that uh, this is a pre-recorded show, pre-recorded show, and I'm listening to it again. Uh, and I must say, I think I'm wrong here. I think I'm being a little bit dominant. 
is kind of after the fact. But I'm listening to this show, and I think it wasn't fair to the brother. But anyway, this is a pre-recorded show. I'm enjoying it, however. And those clips had a lot of information on it. So we'll go back to the show since I can't stop it. And you guys are missing out as long as I'm talking. So I'll go back and go back to the show. But this is a pre-recorded show. And I uh, want to thank everybody for stopping by Five Foods Stone to check this out. Uh, but it's get, it's, it gets better, trust me. To build that building started with things like the pyramid. No matter how great a philosopher is, I know that all philosophy came out of the continent we call Africa. No matter how fast I see somebody run, I know that the first athletes, athletes come out of the motherland. No matter what you do, in my eyes, your origin is from the motherland. So I'm one of those brothers. I don't have to go everywhere and see. I like to see it, though, but I don't have to. I know by the spirit who we are. Go ahead. Yeah, brother Phil. Now, I'm going to say this here. You know who money backed it, um, this King James uh, 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 Bible? You know who money backed that? It was the Burns. Let's listen to Walter Williams. This man went in depth. Let me, Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. How would that change? Listen to what I'm saying. Brother Joseph, I'm going to go a little higher than you. This is why I leave a lot of Egyptologists in the dirt. Because when I start talking about the spirit, most religions, when I start talking about things like the spiritual realm, they just start looking funny. I can't see you right now, but let me just share something with you. This is why I don't take into it. don't matter how much money went into funding King James or what he did with the Bible. Let me tell you why. Because King James didn't create the Bible. He just tampered with it. You're right. You, I give hold you on. points on that. Hold on, hold on. So there is still a core of that book, and this is why the Bible repeats itself. It's a code. Christ said, the disciples asked Christ, why do you speak in parables when you get around the public? Then we get out by ourselves, you make things clear. He said, because them that are not a part of this kingdom, it ain't for them to know. What? Christ went out there when he talking with the masses of people. He didn't always make things clear. If he depends on who the company was, if he knew they weren't part of the kingdom, he talked in cold parables. But then when he got his disciples, he broke it down like a little baby. What I'm trying to say to you is this. The Bible is a code. You can translate all you want to. I met some coworkers and they said, I'm going to read the Bible from cover to cover, or I've read the Bible from cover to cover. What does that mean? Don't mean you get it. It's a code. It's only going to be given to you by the Holy Spirit. Ah, uh, nah, 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 nah. So you can't even get into it. So the wicked can understand the book. They can't understand it, Brother Joseph. So they can translate it all they want to. Homosexual King James can do what he want to do. He can't touch that book. Any book, any holy scriptures, you can't. Brother Seth. Brother Seth. Brother Seth. Brother Seth. Brother Seth. And we just had a little, bit, a little interruption, but I'm still, I'll be back here shortly. But again, this is a pre-recorded clip. Trust me, it's not over. Brother Sal. Welcome back to the Nuclear Medical Report, and uh, we are here for you. And uh, you may be offended. You may be shocked. You may be quivering and saying, this can't be true. But guess what? 
It is. The Bible is true, and judgment is true, and the judgment of fire of this planet, if you will not be bathed by the fire of the Spirit of the Most High God with the truth that we're speaking, and every church out there that listens should take this book, 624 pages, and do an exposition and multiple services, whether it's on your Wednesday or Saturday night or Sunday morning. Uh, and if they took this book and just chapter by chapter did a disposition with the specific scriptures st- tied to it, many in the back pews of the church that are agnostics and atheists would say, my God, I must repent of my ignorance. Especially when they see the state of the world. The world economy is crashing. The planet is now bathed in radiation from Fukushima. We're entering a part of the galaxy where the chance of a 30 times increase of an impact against Earth with a major object like a car or asteroid. The magnetic field is collapsing and we're likely to get a radiation shock from cosmic background radiation, which is literally right in the Bible. It says every tree shall, one third of the trees on Earth shall die and every grassy plant. What do you think that I means? I apologize, but I got I'm going to go ahead and start this clip. We can just talk after the clip. That's everybody's trying to hear the clip anyway. So sorry about that. This is my phone drop. That's what happened with technology. And you've taken that skeptical view when you went out and did your research and found that, in fact, when you test God, he wants you to test him. He doesn't say, don't test me. He says, test me. And I will give Who you the answer. Things, he says. Test all things. He doesn't say, oh, don't ask me. Don't test me because I'm God. He says, test me. Ask me. Ask as if you can receive. People say, well, I don't, I don't think I can ask God. I mean, he never answers my prayers. That's because you don't believe that you can get an answer. If you actually believe, you'll see miracles. You'll see supernatural things happen. You say, that's not possible. Every day, every day miracles happen. Every day people are inspired. Every day people have new physical contacts. People have tuned into this radio station. People have been smacked up the side of the head. They're, they've got cancer. They're dying. Their finances are destroyed. Their family has been, they had a death of a son or daughter or wife or husband. Every day people are brought to down to their knees, but yet they still don't cry out to the Most High God when, when they're having the sunlight over their head and their days are pleasant. They should thank God for that pleasant day because the next one may not be. But God is there with us through all these things, and he's proved through this book that he is outside of time. He is not creation as all these other satanic religions like Mormonism and Islam and Buddhism and all the other isms, that, that we are the children of the Most High God. We have a signet ring, but God is outside of the continuum of all reality. God is the is. He always was. He always will be. He always is instantaneously. There is no past, present, or future for the Creator. And this book is a book from beyond the continuum. And that's what you've proven by your archaeological digs. Why don't we go down for a world, down to Iraq, down to the old ruins of Babylon, Dr. Bill? Yes, a couple of interesting things have been found down there. Yes. You know, uh, anyone who's familiar with the Bible story of Daniel and his friends <clears throat> will know that there were three young Hebrew men, according to the story, thrown into a fiery furnace. Right. Uh, the king of Babylon, known as Nebuchadnezzar, <clears throat> was uh, the one who ordered it. He, he wanted to be worshipped. He set up a big image of himself, and he wanted people to, to worship it. And so you know, the crowd came name together. Means- his name, by and, the way, uh, there were three young means, men who stood up and said, no, we're not going to do this. Exactly. Those three young men were Hebrew men, and the name Nebuchadnezzar in the ancient Babylonian means king of kings, which means he usurped the title of the creator God. Yep. yep. So anyway, um, the, the incident was that they went into the fiery furnace, and Nebuchadnezzar looked in there, and he said, hey, 
There's not three in there. They're not burning up. There's three there standing around walking, and there's a fourth one in there with them. And that fourth one looks like the Son of God. I wonder who impressed him to say that. Right. Anyway, um, there's mean skepticism about such a thing ever happening. Oh, surely they would not. I mean, civilized Babylon would not do something like that. Publicly burn three people, and then worse than that, they couldn't even burn. But that's absolutely preposterous. Well, do you know that excavators down in Babylon City have uncovered a peculiar cone-shaped structure? It appeared to be a firing kiln, actually, for the production of brick or pottery. But when the cuneiform figures were deciphered, linguists were astonished to find this inscription. This is the place of burning where men who blasphemed the gods of Chaldea died by the fire. How about that? Yes. And there's also the Assyrian king Ashurbanipal who has left his inscription, and, and he was in the same general area. He said, Saul Magina, my rebellious brother who made war with me, they threw into a burning fiery furnace and destroyed his life. So here we've got um, uh, the same inscriptions that are recorded in the Bible as having occurred, the same kind of, of treatment being uh, given to people who defied the king or defied the king's gods. Very interesting sidelight to the Daniel story. Amazing, isn't it? And then there's the lion's den. Uh, the book of Daniel records that the Hebrew captive Daniel was cast into a den of lions. Now, I can confirm that this kind of punishment was in keeping with the times, and that's now proven by the discovery of another inscription which says, the rest of the people who had rebelled they threw alive among bulls and lions, as Sennacherib, my grandfather, used to do. Lo, again following his footsteps, those men I threw into the midst of them. Now, the, the excavator Marcel is a Frenchman, actually. He's a French archaeologist, Adola Foy. He was digging among the ruins of Babylon, and he fell into a pit. It looked like an ancient well. Well, when they rescued him, his companions... Uh, he decided he'd try to identify what this big hole was in the ruins of Babylon. And, you know, with astonishment, he found that the pit had been used as a cage for wild animals, and on the curb of, the, of this pit, on the concrete and the cement, was this inscription. The place of execution where men who angered the king died torn by wild animals. How about that? Wow. So it doesn't matter where you go in the Bible, you, you will find that... Um, it's true history. And here we have from Babylon itself, from Saddam Hussein's old kingdom, the fact that the Bible is true. Now, what's interesting in an, analog in an analogy and metaphor, they, they talk about most of the prophecies refer to the different nations as different wild animals, like a, like a leopard, etc. And so what we're dealing with is this collective of nations are like wild animals, and we as Christians are literally being thrown into the pit of the fiery furnace and thrown into this this den of wild animals and nations that are collectively now trying to move toward a new world order. Even Ahmadinejad, the president of Iran, is talking about their version of a new world order. And yet God is going to preserve us through this because the fourth man, Yeshua HaMashiach, the father in the flesh, was there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to, to say 
that even your clothes won't be singed by the fire. I'll preserve you through the fire, not from it. He didn't rapture them out of that pit. He preserved them through the fire, and they were proven by the God's miracle that, that God's blessing and his protection was on them. We need that. We need that kind of faith in order to get through what's coming, because what's coming is not only the nuclear fire of Fukushima, but nuclear war is coming, a cosmic background radiation is coming, famine is coming, total social chaos is coming, uh, geopolitical and geotectonic events are coming, and people think we're just making this up. We're not. We're not negative people. We're positive because we've looked at the end of the book, which means our Creator is with us in that fire, in that den alliance, and He can close their mouths. He can stop the flames from licking and burning our flesh to our bone, and He's going to protect us, too. Oh, yes, He will. And you're quite right. Uh, from, from my investigation of the Scriptures, there's no escape uh, out of the tribulation. We will go through it, but we will survive. Exactly. We'll survive because of two things. Number one, it's not our battle, it's God's battle. But we enter into His Sabbath rest, He'll tell us what to do next. And He won't tell us too many steps down the road. It'll be step by step by step. Back in the moment with more with Jonathan Gray's amazing book. You want to get it? Beforeus.com. The book is called The Forbidden Secret. Back in the moment. Joseph, anybody anybody have questions or comments? And I'm going to move on to the last clip. We got one more clip, and it's only uh, it's only like nine minutes. So, and then we will we'll talk the rest of the show. Uh, so we got a little bit of time, okay? Anybody with a question or a comment? Anybody with a question or a comment? Please press one on your phone before I go to Brother Joseph and we get in some dialogue. Okay, so you got your moment to speak. Speak now. Forever, always peace. The fact that y'all not saying anything to me, I must be enjoying the clip. That's a good thing. Brother Joseph, any questions or comments? Brother Phil, man, look, can you try to get Walter Williams on the show? Brother Joseph, come on now. Stick to what we're doing right now. Any questions okay. or comments oh. about the clip you just yes, heard? Yes, I do got it. And we're going to do Walter Williams. You talk. Listen, call me after the show. Say, hey, you know, but... You the one recommended this guy. It's so, you were you rec, just like you saying Walter Williams. You recommended me this guy, so that's what we're doing tonight. Okay, we gotta stay focused on some stuff, my brother. The reason the reason I wanted you to have dude on the show is that the same thing Walter Williams was talking about on his information. They doing the same thing. They, 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 all they do is talk conjecture. They can't find not one ounce of bone or relic or nothing from all the Israel. Nowhere around that region. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They want, they, they, listen, 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 listen. First of all, um, let me just say this, because we're going to listen to this other clip. Give them a shot. We ain't heard all of what they got to say. The next clip might not be maybe nothing but talking about bones. We don't know. Let's let Jonathan Gray have his say. At the end, we'll dissect it, okay? But, you know, now that I know that you picked this guy, I think next time my lesson is I'll pick my own people to defend scriptures, and you pick whoever you want to defend Egypt. All right, anybody else got a question or comment, then we're going to listen to this last clip. 
and we'll go ahead and dialogue on this. I don't want to dialogue too much because we're going to do it after this last clip. All right, we'll go ahead and listen to the last clip. Dr. Conley's book is called The Forbidden Secret. Up until now, we have been losing the war. The war on multidrug-resistant superbugs that have emerged due to the overuse of traditional antibiotics. It's time to start winning with Alimax from Nutramedical.com. Alimax kills... It looks like they got a commercial. While they're doing the commercial, we'll go ahead and... Uh, um, I'll just finish what I was trying to say. But uh, in the future, folks, I'm going to have some people on that will be talking about uh, Egypt. I mean, uh, Egypt and the Bible, and that, that that will be able to reveal some things about Egypt that a lot of y'all may not have ever heard. Okay, and I think that's just fair to you. You know, um, I trust Brother Joseph and this this particular person he brought on. I still think they're saying some pretty good things. But I know some people out there, several people. There's hundreds, probably thousands, that, that have done their research, just like a lot of uh, people have studied Kemet or Egypt. And or, or Ethiopia or any of the African countries, there are people that have done some serious homework, and that's uh, sharp, folks. So this is why I said earlier that I, all these people are suspect to me. I don't know that if I give any of them the thumbs up, uh, I'll go by the spirit because the spirit revealed as Christ said all things. So let's go back and listen to part four of this. I think the commercials over with. Don't spoil. So I never waste any food. Three, uh, Whole Foods uses only safe Number two, I have my own food. I don't want their commercial to play, so I'll just wait till the commercial goes off. But anyway, uh, this is why I listen to the spirit of things. This is why I try to follow spirit. I know spirit is kind of, you know, can be complicated because everybody got a different interpretation, seem like. But I just feel like it is only one spirit and not like... When you got all of these philosophers, there's thousands of philosophers. Different people are saying different things. Some of the reasons are political, but with the spirit, there's only one spirit. There's only one spirit. There's only one spirit. And if we just get in a place with the Most High and just listen to that still small voice, we will all be led and guided to truth. That's what I live and die by. Trusting people. That's trusting books and old documents and and you know. You know, these archaeologists, just because they find some, you don't know what the political motive is. You just don't know. You just don't know. Then all the things they found have to be ciphered through Europe. You know, I was shocked when I went to the Egyptian, uh, um, and Brother Joseph, I'm going to bring you on in a second. I was shocked when I went to Egypt and went to the museum. I mean, it was a lot of stuff, thousands of artifacts. But when I got to Israel, after I went to Egypt, I went to Israel, and I saw my, the Israelites there in the land of, um, um, can't even think right now, uh, South Israel, I went, and uh, Demona. And uh, they began to say, why did you go to Egypt? And I was telling them, they said, well, brother, Egypt has been robbed. All of the artifacts and all of the, the, the great findings is in the uh, is in the uh, uh, museum in London. And I and I knew what they were talking about because I had just been to London. I think I don't know some years before they had already seen the uh, museum, the British Museum. So I was like, yeah, I know. I noticed there's a lot there because we went to the Egyptian Museum. There was nobody. The artifacts were there. There were some people with weapons. There was weapons at the Egyptian Museum for real. 
there was some, some, you know, some semi-automatic, you know, here and there. But when I went to the British Museum, oh my goodness, ultraviolet, uh, just uh, little rays. They had the Rosetta Stone, and they had all type of high-tech security. Fit doors. These these guys was armed for a war. Everybody had on hip pistols, uh, the latest semi-automatic weapons. I mean, it was high-tech security. And I said, that that means they got some up in this place. So I knew exactly what people were saying to Mona when they said Egypt had been robbed of all its findings. So, uh, Brother Joseph, I see he's back on the line. Brother Joseph, did you hear what I just said about what they told me uh, in Israel? They was they let me know that all the um, all the uh, findings, all of the artifacts, serious artifacts, have been moved to the British Museum. Have you ever heard that before? But uh, who you think been over in Egypt all that time? Nobody but them. Right, and so when they rob and steal like that, I don't know how you can turn around and trust what they say the hieroglyphics are saying and this is saying. That's why I don't put much stock in the whole Egypt thing, but that's the same thing they do with Christianity, which is why with Christianity I'm the same way. You, some of us, I know I may be more biased to Christianity, but I just know people that are living some lives, man, that, that have lived impressive lives. I don't know people that have been born and raised uh, uh, on the uh, beliefs of Osiris and Oset and all Egypt mythology, and that have done something to them physically. So uh, that's the reason I'm partial to the church. All that came from the white folks. All, they won't know, but they, tr- they, they tried to turn Egypt into that Christianity of foolishness. Them, them people don't know nothing about Egypt. Nothing. Nothing. What I'm saying to you, Brother Joseph, is this. When you begin to study, and I want everybody to please hear what we're saying. We're going to listen to this. We're going to dialogue for a little bit here, maybe two or three minutes, and then we're going to play this clip. There's a gentleman by the name of Shanka Diop. You ever heard of him? No. You never heard of Shanka Diop? No. The greatest mind of our time, many argue. The greatest Archaeologists, and you talking about all these archaeologists, and you don't know Shankadia. That's what I mean. I mean, you can just say these names, and you know, but it don't make me feel bad because I don't know who they talking about. Because I'm telling you, I don't went to the top. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to some people that the African community call the greatest mind, and he is their greatest mind by far. Shankadia, trust me. This brother here has a book called Civilization or Barbarian Barbarianism. And uh, you got to, as a matter of fact, I'm got to pulling it out of my library right now. This book, I've had brothers say, I can't read the op. He is just far too intelligent. The type of words he used, my wife says college reading is why nobody can read the op. But you just can't pick up a Diop book and read it. I mean, it's college reading. Everybody say, well, I can read. Yeah, you can read, but do you read college stuff? Most of the books out on the uh, market isn't college level. Diop books are college level. You just can't open up. This guy is this is the guy that challenged the greatest minds of Europe when the argument was about civilization beginning in Africa. He was one of the ones that, you know, really 
gave that argument some, uh, uh, I can't think what I'm trying to say, substance. Check him out since you checking out all these other people. But anyway, he's one of those guys that did his own research, did his own thinking. He don't quote too many European scholars. That's why I like him. What I'm saying to you is I, I, I have problems listening to brothers like you. No offense to you, but I have problems listening to most of these people on Facebook talking about Egypt is Egypt. But I have problems with most of these shows on Block Talk Radio talking about Egypt because when you listen to these folks, they constantly quote people that they call devils. And that is ludicrous. Either you need to call people devils, which you should, or, you know, who did most evil to Egypt? Who did most evil to Egypt? Who they have all the rights. Hold on, I think we got a question or comment. I think this is a new brother. I hope this is not the brother that had his hand up earlier. I don't think this person did. Eric Eric code seven oh six three five two. Go ahead, you on the air with your question or comment. I'm not a brother. I'm a sister. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. What's your name? Jackie. Sister Jack. Um, shake anti joke. Not Diop. It's a joke. Say it again. Joke. Shake anti joke. Not Diop. It's not Diop. It's a joke. Spell what you're saying. It's the same thing you're saying, but you're pronouncing it wrong. It's a joke. Not Diop. That's a new one on me. Everybody I've ever heard say spell. It's Shank, and it's, the middle name is A N T A, and then Diop, D I O P. Yeah, but it's not pronounced Diop. It's pronounced Joke. Okay, I stand corrected. I don't really know. But what is that? Well, okay, go ahead with your point. Um, I think that people should do more research before forming opinions on things that they have not researched. Exactly. Like it don't cost you nothing to to research, but exactly. to have biased opinions on things you haven't researched, you know, it, it does no good, especially to us as black people. We we ought okay. to research more. Sister Jackie, I understand you being very politically correct, probably in how you present it, but that ain't helping me if you're speaking to me. Now, I'm type of person. I'm a big boy. If I'm Saying if I can grow in an area, and I think what you just said is correct, but I need to know what is it you're hearing that you think has not been researched. Well, I, I heard the brother asking you about Serapis. No, you don't need to look that up. You don't need to research that. But you have an opinion on it, and um, you know why? Why have an opinion on something you haven't researched? Why just not say? Oh. I have no opinion on it. Okay, what opinion I have on that particular person he mentioned? Well, uh, along with that, you you grouped everything together, and it was more of, well, white people said this, so how do you know it's true because white people said it? I mean, did you research it and see that white people said it? Well, hold on, Sister Jackie. Now, you just said... I 
I've never spoke against anybody he brought up, so that's not true with what you just said. I've never spoke anything Where about any. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Sister Jackie, hold on. All I was saying is I haven't researched those people. I said to him, you need to research D. Out. Brother Joseph, please quit hitting your phone, otherwise I'm about to mute you. Brother, just hold on, please. Why can't all three of us be? We can't all three. I'm about to meet you, my brother. We can't all three talk. Just hold on a second. It, it, it don't sound right when all three of us talking, okay? I'm going to bring you back in now. Thanks, just, just hold on a second. Just hold on, please. Sister Jackie, let me ask you an honest question. Are you what many call an Egyptologist or a person that considers themselves a person that study Kemet? What is your religion or what is your belief system, may I ask? I'm sorry. I didn't hear the first part of your question, but I don't have a, a religion or a belief system. Do you study a lot of Egypt? I study a lot of everything. But, yeah, I do. I study a lot of Egypt. Okay. What I'm saying is if you study it a lot, Chances are many would say, well, she's an Egyptologist. It's just a name, a nickname they put on people that do most of their studies in Africa. Now, I have a lot of respect for people that do that. However, I've noticed something. It's a pattern. It's almost another religion. It's almost like the Baptist Church or the Holiness Church. They, there's certain patterns that people, humans, get involved with no matter what they study. And they begin and when they get in this pattern they lose the uh, the, the, the uh, anointing or they lose the the the, the, um, the light or they lose the uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for, the Rhema, the Rhema, uh which means the a, a, a word from the most high. They lose whatever it is that make us be better. What I'm saying to you, my sister, is this I hear your spirit, I think, and I think you are one of those that are just looking for truth. All I'm doing, I'm looking for the same. We're on the same road. I'm just saying, when y'all go back thousands and thousands and thousands of years, give me one minute, I'm done. I'm going to actually look at a clock because I really want to be fair. 55 seconds. When y'all go back thousands and thousands of years, the further you go back, the more documents you have to trust, the more white people you got to trust, because they're not going to tell you everything. You have to go through Europe to get everything. You got to trust a whole lot of folks that don't like black people. You got to read a whole lot of books by people that will call you a nigger to your face. These are the people that's writing these books. Okay? There's not that many Diops, or however you pronounce his name. There's not a whole lot of black people that say, you know what, I'm just going to study on my own. They got to get something from Europeans. I have issues with that. So what I believe is we have the spirit. We have something inside of us that knoweth all things. As first, Second Timothy say, you probably say, I don't believe in the Bible. Okay, maybe not. But even if you believe in the Bible or not, you everybody talks about the spirit. There's some in my side of me. Everybody said different ways. But it's something inside us that leading God us into our truth. I lean more to that. I do any writings, hieroglyphics, metuneta, 
anybody, any books, any theologians, any archaeologists, any black folk, white folk, because all those people are suspect to me. I just happen to be, I got 15 seconds. I just happen to be. You're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's what you're saying. I'm saying this, and I just went over. I said I was going to be done, so give me 10 seconds. All I'm saying is, when things are so cloudy and muddy, be careful with how you talk to people. We really don't know. Brother Joseph acting like he done really discovered the fountain of use. He don't know. You don't know. For real, Sister Jackie, you do not know. We got to be careful how we... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Where have I professed to know since I've been on the phone? Whatever I said, I know. You ain't I'm being fair. I'm going to let you, Brother Joseph, talk. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Brother Self, see, you ain't being fair. And see, like I said, them people that wrote that book, them people that wrote that Bible, where you base your whole foundation on, came from Jewish, Jewish Zionist money. So why is you going to base your whole foundation on that? And like I said, you spoke some on spirit, right? And like I said, it took me to go to Egypt, Luxor, to see it from my own eye. My spirit was working like never before. I couldn't understand. Like I told you when I went up and went to Paldus. You heard me, but you didn't listen. I had a jelly beer and had my head wrapped. They don't let them Negroes up in, the, in, that, in that winter palace. I walk right through that checkpoint. Went all the way up in there for 35, 40 minutes for that, for that French, white Egyptian pull up on me. His store uh, uh, all crazy. Who let you in here? How did you get in here? And you know what? It didn't hit me till I got back to the United States. I believe you had a spiritual encounter, and that's why you keep saying it, because anybody listening to you will say, okay, you got into the winter, winter palace without somebody catching you. So what does that mean? But I know by the spirit that it's something you can't explain. And when no. you try to explain no. it, try to explain it, it sounds like, okay, what else? But I know what you're saying. You had a spirit encounter, but that don't make Everything occurred before you went to Luxor, null and void. All I'm saying, I used to believe that that white lie. And see, that's like you look in your in your chat room. What the white boys saying? See, they hate it. That's the that's the last thing that they will want a black person to put in his mind that he is a descendant from Egypt. They don't want they don't want you to to, to think like that. And see, we're not from West Africa. We was trained to that region. We everywhere. But we came from that Nile Valley civilization, Ethiopia, Somalia, Sudan, Egypt, plus the kingdom. What part of this thing you don't you don't understand, brother? Why is you picking designers over your true heritage? Listen, man, I don't know I don't know what's wrong. Listen, I don't know what you're not getting. These people hate you, man. They hate hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know what you're not getting. I said to you, the authority in my life, the number one thing, if you dog this out, then okay, you got me. This is it. It's the spirit. 
I quote the Bible because the Bible talks about this spirit, but so does a lot of the other religions. I, I believe in the spirit that's inside of me, honestly. I do let my conscience, my spirit man, be my guide. And the Bible says, Christ said, you, your spirit, it says uh, uh, that the spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. You may say, well, that's, but even if Christ didn't say it, there's other religions that say that, not that I'm quoting other religions, but I'm just saying I don't find too many people that disagree with that, whether they believe in Christ even existed. Now, hold on a second, Brother Joseph. A lot of people believe in this spirit. Every matter of fact, I don't think I've ever met a person that studied Egypt that said, I don't I don't agree with that part. They all say, yeah, it's about the spirit. Yeah, it's about the spirit. So listen, that's the authority with me. Let me get this straight. Let me say it so, so you won't keep quit misquoting me. If you want to misquote somebody else, fine. But the the authority in my life, Sister Jackie and Brother Joseph, is my spirit. I know by the spirit. I believe in the Bible where it says all things, nothing new under the sun. I do believe in that law. That's another law. Your spirit, my spirit, lead me and guide into all truth. That's one law I live by. Another law I live by, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything is going to repeat, repeat, repeat. So I watch repetition cycles, patterns in life and history. And this is how I know what happened in ancient times. So I know ancient times, I know the future, and I know the current by watching cycles. That's really the authority in my life, the Holy Spirit. You say, well, I want to call those there. It's called or whatever. Okay, call it something else. But whatever you call it, I go by that and what that revealed to me. I study cycles and patterns. This is what's king. Not no books, not no trusting no Europeans, not whatever they got in the British Museum, not whatever King James tried. I mean, I, I look at the Bible and I pull from it. I also pull from other things. I pull some things from Egypt. I do. I honestly do. I, I think everything. I think everything. I think everything came from that. But do I believe uh, every? You know, uh, Egypt, Egypt mythology. You contradicting yourself. Okay. How? How? Tell me how, please. You said that you see how they invaded Egypt. But in turn, Egypt invaded them. You said when you went into the uh, 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 London Museum, what did you see? You saw Egypt. You go to New York. It's I don't care where you go over here in the United States. You're going to see that stuff. But, see, they did a whole switch of you on, on Egypt. Now, now, you know something? That's like the black Hebrews. They say they got all the truth, all the truth. But why they hate Egypt? They hate Egypt because that Zionist Jew programmed them. They believe in that white. I've, I've been there. I've been to, uh, when I went to Israel, and remember, I went to Israel about over nine times. Well, I think it was exactly nine times. But listen, and Sister Jackie, your line is still open. If you want to comment, you're fine. I haven't put you on hold. Uh, just so you know, I'm Brother Joseph. Right okay, go ahead. That's fine. All right, but anyway, just so y'all know, the people of Israel do not hate Egypt. Just if you're going to quote some quote stuff right, nothing is wrong. Nothing's worse than, hold on, Brother Joseph. I'm just, I'm not dominating. I'm, I'm really letting you talk now. But don't say that. The people in, I know in, in, in the moment, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
please, please let me get this out. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Those of y'all in the chat room, if you want to keep listening, you got to call the phone line because y'all got like two minutes uh, and counting to call the phone lines because you're gonna we're gonna lose you. All right, those of you in the phone uh, chat room, we got several several people on the phone lines, and that's great. Sister Jackie, I'd like for you to press one on your phone because it looks like your hand is still up. And that is so later on if you want to say something else, you press one and, and it'll your hand will go up. Right now it's up right now and you just commented. So press one on your phone if you want to say something later on, you can press one again. Um but just so you know, a lot of people that are Hebrew is Hebrews like most of them most of them they have great respect for Egypt. They think that that was the cradle of civilization. This is not this is some serious people. They don't hate e- Egypt. I think you're getting them people mixed up with the church. Now, in the church, they talk a lot about Pharaoh, hell, back to, you know, the, the, the Israelites. And you might be right about the church, but the vast majority of people that go to, you know, Sunday school and church on Sunday and all this stuff, right. Maybe the majority, maybe the majority of them do. But everybody I know Israelites, they don't think like that, Brother Joseph. Quit, please quit saying that. I don't heard that doctrine, brother. I don't heard that doctrine. I don't hurt and see and see and when they go to Egypt, they go up there round around the white Egyptians. They don't go down there where the black the black guys at. They don't go down Luxor. Cause see, I'ma tell you a secret. I'ma tell you a secret. I went over there to Alexandria where they was at. So I wonder I'm like, why is they up here around all these white folks? Won't they go down there where the niggas at? So I left I left them Negroes up there because they was acting crazy, trying to control your life. I left them Negroes up there, and I went on upper up Egypt where they look like me. Went on the other side of the Nile. They look just like you. And see, them Negroes, they hate themselves. Them Hebrews, they hate themselves. Because how in the hell can you go on the other side of the, of the Nile and see them people just like you? And want to associate them with all this. Let, let me let me say this to everybody listening. Let this sister on the I night. promise you. I promise you. I have been to Israel. I've been among the Israelites. They we don't face. Hold on, brother Joseph. I just let you talk. Uh, I, I've been to Israel over nine times. Well, over eight times. I know. I, I, I think I, it's like nine. It's quite, not quite ten. It's just, it's pretty much nine or eight times. And uh. I promise you, what Brother Joseph's saying is far, far, far from the truth. As a matter of fact, they have cruises to Egypt. The reason why they don't go down to Luxor is because it's more expensive, and you got to stay on that Nile a little longer. And, uh, but they go to Cairo, and they talk about right. Egypt, and they, they ain't hate no no Egypt. That is the further thing. As a matter of fact, when... Let me show you the truth. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Brother Joseph, Brother Joseph. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm not going to be you all this yelling. You just yeah, hold on and get my watch out. I promise you, no more than two minutes, and I'll let you back in. I'm looking at the clock. Please, I know you're excited, but just let me get this out. What you're saying is not true, and I can prove it. Anybody no, want to? Really no, you can't. I was okay, over there I'm, with I'm, with, 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 with you're not following no rules, man. I, I'm not. I gotta have a show in order. We can't be sitting up like we arguing and stuff. So I'll put you, I'll meet you for right now, and I'll bring you back on in a second. But listen, go to my Facebook, 
and uh, it's on the front page. And go to my friends. A lot of their names is Yah this, Yah that. Those are the Israelites, okay, or any Hebrew name. Look at that. Look at what they say about Africa. Look at some of the pictures they have. They have pictures of the pyramid. They have pictures of Solomon. They they, they have black images of uh, Egypt. And when you go to Demona, one of the greetings that you will get by some people is welcome to North Africa. They they don't acknowledge the Suez Canal and what happened with that whole thing of put that canal there separating the land. They believe that Egypt and Israel is Africa. Brother Joseph is far, far, far off. Now, if you talk about somebody else other than the people that live in Israel, I don't know what to say about them. But even the even the Israelites that 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 visit my show, uh, Five Smooth Stones, this show right here, ain't nobody hating on Egypt or Ethiopia. Now, the church, the black church, I have to agree with them. There's a lot of hatred towards Egypt because of Pharaoh and, you know, Egypt and the plagues and all that. They kind of look negative at it. So I disagree 100%, and I can prove it. As a matter of fact, let me just share with you all. My little emblem for five smooth stones, the three black men, if you look on the page, it's probably looking at you right now. I got that emblem. Oh, yeah, look, at, look, look on your page right now. The top right hand corner, you'll see some three little three uh, icon of the black men. That was a picture that I borrowed from an Israelite that actually created that. So I don't know what he's talking about on that. Now, let me just say this. And if he just hung up, he won't be able to call back. I look like Brother Joseph got disconnected. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'll just call him on my phone because he just got disconnected. Let me go ahead and start the last clip up of Jonathan Gray, and then we'll comment briefly after that, and then we'll end the show. This clip is exactly, uh, this clip is exactly uh, about 10 minutes. So we'll start this clip up, and then, uh, but let me get, um, let's see how we're going to do this. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and start this clip up, and uh, afterwards we'll have comments about this clip. Um, this last clip, the brother said some interesting things about the, uh, um, the Lizzie of the Bible. And, uh, like I said, I don't believe the Bible is a flawless book, folks. And you'd be, you'd be foolish to think that the Bible hasn't been tampered with, with it being in the hands of the Europeans for so long. You'd be foolish. But I do believe that there's enough truth in that Bible. And I believe that the Most High have hid a code in the Bible. The Bible, it says it over and over and over. That the Bible itself says that it is a code. It is a, it's a seal. It's hidden from those that are not in the kingdom. For those that are in the kingdom, it's revealed. And then the Most High, by His Spirit, is not going to reveal everything because we're at different levels and different ages, spiritually speaking. So we have a tight program, a tight program. I don't care how many translations come out, the Bible constantly repeats itself. That's why oftentimes you'll see some and you'll see it in seven to eight books. Why? Because the most I knew that some some of those books would be taken out, some of those chapters would be tampered with, so he repeated it and repeated it and repeated it and repeated it. And I thank the most high for that. And we can be we can be excited, we can be encouraged. We're not a hopeless people, we're not a lost people, we're not just, you know, out we are are very hope-filled people. We're not lost, okay? And I just think I'm thankful for what the Most High have done. 
Now, I respect I respect those of y'all that studied Kemet or Africa. I respect you so much. And I, while I don't put a whole lot of stock in your research because you're, you're, you're going, the further you go back, the more fuzzy it is. The further you go back, the more fuzzy it is. But the most I've given you a spirit, and all we have to do is live by the spirit and look at the signs of the time and watch the patterns because, again, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Everything is repeating, just like a record. Those old records we used to play back in the day, it's just repeating, repeating. If you if you study long enough, things will start to repeat. You ever notice why old people are so wise? Because they see the repetition, they see they've been fooled before by you know certain things. They they know politics by version of knowing what has happened in their day and what the president's promise and how all polit- politicians are the same. They got little things they say that means a whole lot. This is what comes with studying repetition, study trends, study patterns, study cycles. Even with the weather, even with the stars, astrology, all of this. The masonry, all of this is just repeating itself. Man's nature repeats itself, and the Most High Himself, Himself, doesn't change. How about that? So everything is repeating itself. There's the last clip, and then we'll have comments. To thrive in your body, but there is something you can do. Simply add ten drops of alcohol. These people in their commercials. Oh, goodness. Well, they, this is the last commercial. It should be going out for sure. But anyway, anybody have the last comments before this clip starts? This commercial is going to be on par for another 30 seconds, and then we'll play this last clip. I, and really listen to this last clip. This brother dropped some stuff, and then we'll have comments, okay? But uh, um, I'm enjoying it but anyway. So we'll just listen to this little commercial, and then we'll go ahead and listen to it. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Jonathan, you've got lots of remarkable things to talk about in terms of these findings that confirm, uh, you know, supernatural things that God is intervening in our world. And, of course, now... These things mean more than ever. That's why people need to go with their Bible. They need to also take action. Start to giving your testimony to people that you meet at your workplace, at where you shop, where you're acting. And as I tell people, there are no such thing as part-time Christian doctors, journalists, hosts of any radio or television show. There's no such thing as being a part-time Christian. You are because you do. You hear and do, which is the Hebrew word Shema. If you're not hearing and doing, and people say, how do you pray every breath? Everything you do has to be done in the will of the Most High God. That is what prayer really is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the the Bible does teach, speak about the Babylon's last king as being a man called Belshazzar. And uh, his name actually was unknown outside the Bible, all on works that were based on the Bible. And so for quite a few centuries, scholars really denied, they hotly denied that Belshazzar ever existed because all the secular histories that are dealing with that period listed the last king as a man called Nabonidus. And so the book of Daniel was claimed to be a forgery 
which was not written when Quine, but by some later writer who was ignorant of history. And it was not until the 20th century that contemporary records from Belshazzar's time were found that bore his name for the first time. This is when archaeologists started digging in other areas apart from Babylon. Uh, actually, I guess it goes back to 1924 when Sidney Smith found a tablet in the British Museum. A lot of tablets have been found, but they haven't been translated. And when they got the, uh, the ability to translate some of these languages, they would go through the museum translating there and not on the archaeological dig. And uh, in the British Museum, there was a tablet that showed that Belshazzar was the eldest son of Nabonidus, and that in the third year, Nabonidus entrusted the kingship to Belshazzar, his eldest son, as co-regent, and also placed the army of Babylon under his command. Now, this was a severe blow to the critics, because they claimed that the book of Daniel was a product of the second century, not of the sixth century eyewitness report. Now, uh, in the book of Daniel, it says that Daniel was offered the third place in the kingdom, which would imply that um, there were two others above him. Now, according to cuneiform sources now found, Nabonidus was absent from Babylon at the time it was invaded. And uh, a prayer tablet has been found, which was inscribed by the father, Nabonidus, about his son, Belshazzar, it's very interesting what he has to say here. He says, As for Belshazzar, my firstborn son, proceeding from my loins, place in his heart, it's a prayer to the gods, place in his heart fear of thy divinity. Let him not turn to sinning. Let him be satisfied with the fullness of life. So the, the king was worried about his wayward son, Belshazzar. And uh, so we find that Belshazzar was not merely a co-ruler in Babylon, and this is indicated by the fact that Daniel's referred to as the third ruler. So two other rulers are implied. And who were they? Nabonidus and Belshazzar. So it's rather interesting how archaeology eventually silences the critics. This happens time after time after time. The critics always are on the losing edge. Right. One of the interesting things about all these ancient, very long-lived cultures of Sumer, Egypt, uh, Iran, etc., that lasted thousands of years, is that they had the priest class was above the warrior class of the warrior kings. And you also mentioned when we were on the break that, in fact, uh, you mentioned about the high priesthood and how they were spread out to it. eventually ended up uh, going to Turkey, the modern country called Turkey, and later brought to Rome. Tell us about that, too, because this is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, when Babylon was... Uh was invaded by the, the, Medo, the Medes and the Persians in a coalition, actually, that came against the city of Babylon. Right. Uh, when they captured Babylon that night, uh, while Belshazzar was having his wonderful banquet, oblivious to the danger outside, he, uh, the, actual, the Babylonians actually had enough food uh, within their great city to survive for 20 years if a siege continued. So he, he wasn't the slightest worried about anything happening. But um, the Bible predicted how the city would fall. Uh, history shows how it fell. That, that maybe we can deal with that another time. But the interesting thing is that the soldiers of Babylon fled to Tibet. And they set up their Babylonian religion in Tibet. And then the Tibetan Buddhism is very similar to the Babylonian uh, religion. Right. Now, the, the priests of Babylon 
fled to Pergamos in Turkey. What's today modern Turkey? Right. And they set up what the book of Revelation calls, uh, speaking of Pergamos, as Satan's seat. So Satan's seat was transferred from Babylon to Pergamos. And the worship of the sun, of course, was that the sun was their main god. Right. And, and uh, the sun was a symbol of Lucifer, uh, right. Satan. And that scene, now, by the way, was, was hauled away somewhere, right? Yeah, that's right. And then when the Roman Empire expanded and enclosed Turkey, they brought the Babylonian priests of Pergamos to Rome and set up that religion in Rome. And Rome became the center of the Babylonian sun worship religion, and the sun god became the supreme god of Rome. Right, and basically Constantine, who was a sun worshiper and supposedly converted on his deathbed, and the fact is that the Roman Catholic Church at its highest level, as people ask, is the Pope a Christian? Well, the answer is no, because they're solar worshippers, and they are levels of what's called the hydroidic priesthood, which are all sun worshippers. So it goes right back to ancient Babylon. It's amazing how consistent this is, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Let me tell you something else that just comes to mind. Uh, in Egypt, there was an, uh, the Egyptian religion uh, actually took the, the Babylonian religion as its own. <clears throat> and so Egypt was a very strong follower of that same religion. And in Egypt, a, a statue has been found where a mother gives birth to a child, but the child is not a human baby, it's the son in her arms. She's embracing the son, and underneath she says, the child that I have born is the son. Right. Now, I've been to the Vatican, I've been through the Vatican actually, right. found it an, an unforgettable place to, to visit. And right inside the Vatican, there is a statue of a Virgin Mary, so it's called, but this statue is of a woman enclosing a baby that has just been born to her. And it's not a human baby. It is the actual sun itself. There, right. you'll see a, a, a statue right there in the Vatican of a woman giving birth to the sun. Yes, you in. Right. And so that's why the one who sits on the seat of Pergamos, which is the seat of Satan, is the Pope. That's right. Now, a lot of people say, oh, let's see. It's the, the Sabbatean Jews and so on. No, they're the bag man. The Druidic Council operates through the white and black pope. And all the council of churches throughout the entire planet, all answered to them, including the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and every religion, including the Mormons, every religion has their representatives that are in control through the sun-worshipping Druidic priesthood that are in control. And the seat of Pergamos is in Rome, the city of Seven Hills. That's it. That's it, yeah. Uh, Pergamos, actually, the word Pergamos uh, uh, means high and lifted up, and Pergamos was on a big hill. And uh, we we have prophecies in Revelation about uh, this woman sitting on the seven hills who will say that I am queen and shall see no sorrow. She's high and lifted up. It's the same continuation religion. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <clears throat> of course, the rise of the, of the European superstate, which will be bigger than the economy of China or America, when it's uh, fully completed here, and it'll, these two treaties will happen in March. So this year, you'll see the rise of the superstate out of the ashes of the economic devastation occurring right now in the riots in Greece. And it's all occurring in our day, which is another end-time sign. So the seat of Pergamos, people don't realize that in 1294, the Pope kicked off the king, crown of the king who literally knelt before the Pope and says, I am your master. You have given over the kingdom to me. Hasn't, didn't he say that? 
He did, yeah. He did. In other words, uh, he is the kingmaker. He is above all kings and above all men. That's right. Kingmaker, the the literally emperor of earth. If you actually read the titles, he talks about the vicar of Christ. People don't need to understand what's really going on on the planet. That's why even the Dalai Lama, the so-called incarnation of their great teacher, kisses the ring of the Vatican. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't that astonishing? Yeah. Yeah, the same Babylonian lies that went to Tibet have come back, and at the time of the end, all these things are coming together. And your book shows this, The Forbidden Secret, beforeus.com. you got to read these books if you want to follow along and find out the real truth. And your churches should teach this and exposit on it in these specific scriptures, whether you're dealing with Daniel or the book of Baruch 1, 1, 11, or all the historical facts is just amazing. Back again in two weeks with Jonathan Gray, and tomorrow we have major updates from Harley Schlanger from Europe on the World Finances, Bob Chapman, and tonight, Hour 2, Jeff Reds, don't want to miss it. Okay, Brother Joseph, I'll let you go first. What do you think of what you heard? Thank you, thank you. Now, that sister still on the line? No. I got to, uh, go ahead and put her on the line. You just can't put people on the line. They got to ask to be common. Okay. Why don't you? Why don't you? If you want to put them on the line, press one, ma'am. Otherwise, go ahead and ask her a question, and then she may press one if you okay. want to answer. So okay. I kind of respect. Oh no, she just pressed the button and they open okay. the line up. Okay, go ahead, Sister Jackie. You on? Go ahead, Brother Joseph. Sister Jackie, now, Jamal, you, you, you keep in mind what you just heard on that last segment. And then Mar sometime go to YouTube and pull up uh, Professor Walter Williams. He's a brother. I'm very familiar with Walter Williams. You familiar with him? Very familiar, yes. Okay. Now you know what he be saying, right? And and, yes. and he got he got all authority behind him with that research that debunked everything that they just said. They said that Egypt went and got Got some, got some uh, uh, worship, um, 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 enlightenment from the Babylonians. That is a lie. Everything that that is just a lie, brother. Phil. Yeah, actually, it's, that's backwards. They they got theirs from them. Yeah. But these people were ah, um, what's the word? Heliothesis. They believed in in many. Entities and deities They wasn't just On to one When these people left Out with these so called people Because there was never no people by the name of Hebrews Ever enslaved in Egypt But when they left Those people When they left They took part of Religions that they liked Basically And and that's what you get over there And and then you look at it to what it is today so yeah, I'm I'm familiar with him. But you know what, sister? The whole thing, the whole thing, it had to be an uprising in Egypt internally. And I'm gonna say Akhenaten. Akhenaten was that one that started that revolution in Egypt, and that what brought Egypt down. And 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 when he left Egypt, he had a strong following. That's when they went to Armenia. And that's when Seti came and, and his people and crushed uh, uh, Akhenaten. And, and Negroes 
been on the run ever since. It was the black people here in America that was in Amarnia, and they've been on the run ever since. And, and see, and see, white folks, they know the truth. They know the truth. That's why I, 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 I can't stress enough, brother, sir, please, please let, let the rest of the black people hear this name, uh, 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 Walter Williams, personally live in the flesh. We need that name. That's why we so upside down today, because we can't make that connection back to the Nile Valley civilization. And that white man doing everything in his wicked power to keep us from knowing. And I'd like for the sister or you, brother, to add on. Well, I personally think that we should do more study in the Nubia, Sudan region. I mean, since we know that the Kredo civilization is not in Kemet. Got pyramids in Sudan? That was our whole nation. Focus a lot more research into that area. What the brother was saying earlier about how people focus a lot on Kemet, I just totally agree with that. But, you know, we were mighty people even before then. Exactly. That's why I'm saying our books is closed. We don't know who we are, but we listen to this white man. He's the true Egyptologist. And see, I don't fault the brother and the sister that that, that jump up in the air as they can jump about Kimmy. Because if you look, we've been tied and locked down for four, five hundred years. And when a black person can make that connection to Egypt and Sudan and Ethiopia, how you think we're supposed to feel? We not the Egyptologists. We not telling the lie. It's the white man telling the lie, and we got a lot of these black people believing that that foolishness. They don't know nothing about Kemet and 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 what was before Kemet. But let them tell it. They know everything. They were just born yesterday. How in the hell are they gonna tell me about who I was and what I was, how wicked I was? But. All you black folks that listening tonight, the mom, pull up Walter Williams, Professor Williams. He's going to debunk all that, that last segment. And, and and like Walter Williams said, he they trying to write themselves in the history through, through through the northeast part of uh, Egypt, Iran, Iraq, uh, Turkey, and all around that region. They ain't digging up nothing up in that region, not nothing. And and, and and that's like everybody want to say that the United States is that whore. She is not that whore. She's the daughter of that whore. The whore is the Vatican. Now, just like you just said that, that's my issue. You just did it again. That's reality. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Brother Joseph, I'll let you talk. I didn't say a word. Please let me get this in. You just did it again. It never fails. All I do is just put the phone on hold and let you talk. You or any other person that seems to be studying that's studying Egypt. Now, everybody study Egypt and everybody study African countries don't do this. Let me just give a defend them first of all. Everybody 
that's into studying the motherland don't make the mistake you just did, but most of them do. Hold on. Hold on. Now, you said last week about five times, and the week before that, five times. Brother Seth, throw that Bible away. Throw that Bible away. And people are hearing you that respect you, and they say, this brother know what he's talking about. Then hold on. Hold on, my brother. You got to show control. Just hold the phone like And let you go ahead and say what you're going to say. Brother Joseph, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Hold on. It don't work like that. I sit here. I listen to you. I I wanted to say some things. I wanted to interrupt you just like you're doing me. I wanted to. I wanted to, but I didn't. Get your pen or pencil and write down what you want to say. And when I finish in about two minutes, you jump in and you say it. That's how we're going to roll tonight. I don't like that. You might not like that, but that's the way people do. You just can't jump in and say what you want to say. You just can't do that. If I did that to you, you wouldn't be able to say nothing. Now, what I'm saying is this. You dogs out the Bible, but then you turn around and quote Revelation and say, we're not the whore. Everybody think America is the whore. The whole whore, the whole Babylon, all that stuff is Bible. If you do not believe in the Bible, don't quote Babylon, don't quote Moshe, don't quote Moses, don't quote Israelites, don't quote, don't quote nothing within those 66 books. That is someone sticking true to their belief. But when you start quoting book, you lose a whole lot of points. Now, either the Bible is either the Bible is real. Or maybe you can say, like some people say, it's got parts that's true. But you said, throw that Bible away. Throw that Bible away. This is why I'm trying to tell you. I got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Literally 30 seconds. If I go over 30 seconds, you can interrupt me. This is why I said, hold on for 30 seconds, or you can interrupt me after 30 seconds. 29 seconds now, 28 seconds, 25 seconds. This is why people like you lose all kind of points with me. And why I can't state my salvation on folk like you. I just can't do it. This is why I hear you, I love you, but we can only go so far. If you can't tell me what's your source and stick with your source, if you go quote the Egyptian Book of the Dead, stick with that. Quote the Quran. What is your source of truth? Go ahead. Brother Seth, all I was saying, when I pick that book up, I'm going to pick it up to you that knock every last one of that Zionist Jew teeth out of his mouth. Just set the rocker straight. But far as putting my belief and my faith on it, no. No. That's why I said, yeah, throw it in the trash. But far as using it as a weapon, I'll pick it up at four. You know, and knock every last one of his teeth out, and 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 destroy every last one of his lies in it. That book is our enemy. We I got a question for you, and Sister uh, Jackie, your line is still open. If you want to comment? You fine. But I got a question for you, Brother Joseph. Uh huh. You keep calling the Zionist Jew, the Zionist Jew. What about those of us that realize 
like a brother said earlier, the brother I actually agree with on most of, but I put him in the chat room and I noticed he had said some derogatory things. Not derogatory, but he was saying that you ain't no Jew, brother. I sure ain't. If all black folks were the or the the, the origin, if originally people were dark skinned, I believe that somebody had to be a Jew, a Hebrew, or Israelite. Now my sisters say they never exist. I've heard that before. But I'm just saying, sometimes people that study the motherland will say Israel this and, and, and Abraham that, but then they'll turn around and say black folks is more than just a Jew. I mean, they'll say something like, you ain't no Jew. If they understood the prophecy, this is what I don't understand. This is kind of confusing. Y'all bear with me. One minute, these people that study the motherland will quote Abraham, Isaac, and Yaqub one way, in one breath. Then they'll turn around and say, black folks ain't the Jews, ain't no Jews. If we were the original people and you believe that there was an Abraham, you know all the people were black, then that means we had to have been uh, so-called Jews or whatever the name were then, Israelites. And we was also in Ethiopia, and we was also in, in Egypt, and we was also in North Africa, South Africa, East Africa. Where we was everything. See how they don't make sense? They pick and choose when they want to use Abraham. Brother, you know, you know the average black man is not a serious researcher. It's only a handful of black researchers. And see, that Abraham story and uh, uh, Moses... That came from Mamona Dean. That's who wrote the first five books. A playwright. Like I, t- like I was saying uh, last week. I'm 50,000 50, times bigger than an Israelite. Rabbi Moses, my... Rabbi Moses, my, uh, Mamona Dean, that's where the whole story came from. And I beg of, I beg of you, black Hebrews, pull up water, or or wins, a brilliant research, and see, um, 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 Jonathan Gray, he didn't touch on no serious research. Okay, let me ask you a question. He did. Mr. Jackie, are you still there? Sister Jackie, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask Brother Joseph a question. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask Brother Joseph a question. Number one, Sister Jackie, is any of the Bible correct? Some of it might be correct. What do you want? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Brother Joseph. What part of it you think is correct? Um... I mean, basic stuff. I mean, I don't think it's historically correct. No, not at all. None of it. Hold on, I mean, Joe. stuff like I honor your mother and father. Uh, not saying it's correct, but it's morally the right thing to do. Do not steal. Do not kill. Those are morally the right things to do. So in, in that aspect, I would say, yes, yeah, some things in there are correct. But as far as historically, no. Nothing in the Bible that speaks to something historical almost is, is, is some type of fabrication with it. 
everything. What about creation? Do you believe that's the most A lot high? of stuff. A lot of stuff that people stick to. Adam and Eve were the first persons on the earth. No, that's not true. And I got a question. The Lord okay, made the, the, the world in seven days, six days, and he rested. No, that's not true. I don't believe that to be true. People, you believe in miracles? People, a group of people Brother, by the name of Hebrew enslaved in Egypt. No, that's not true. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, I Do believe I believe in miracles? Brother Joseph, hold on. Let her talk. I said I'm going to ask you some questions in a second. Okay, okay. I believe that things that people can't explain through science, I think that they will attribute them to being a miracle. Until it's an explanation. I think a miracle is just something that happens and there's no medical or scientific explanation. So it's just talked up to being a miracle until it can be explained. So do you believe that there's some things that there ain't no explanation, like somebody can walk on water? Well, the sun walking on water, it just depends on how you take it. You sun walk on water no, 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 every day. No, 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 my sister, my sister. When I say a miracle, I hear what you're saying. I'm saying, but do you believe that that you could walk under certain circumstances on water? Actually, I think they're trying to ask me, do I believe Jesus walked on water? I don't believe Jesus existed. No, it ain't what I'm asking. I'm asking what I'm asking. I'm saying I'm trying to get you to believe in any miracle, anything you say you have if later we just can't explain it, but I'm saying there's some things that it defy gravity. I mean, ain't no explanation. You just define gravity. Gravity says if you throw the pen up, it goes down. Do you believe you can throw the pen up and it go up? No. Okay. I believe That's in gravity. Cool. Okay. Do you believe you was made by a higher power? My mother and father, yes. Your mother and father, and all in the highest respect possible I can put on anybody, you know, did not create you. I'm saying, do you believe? <laughs> How did I get here then? How did I get here? You know, nobody on the planet got the technology to create a human being. Well, the white man's oh, trying to Wait do a minute, that's not oh, true. Listen, that's, that's what I mean. This is what gets me. <laughs> Why we can't talk together, man? Why we can't dialogue together? What I'm saying is I'm trying to ask her a simple question, and instead of her being honest, we play these little games. And this is what I call. Wait a minute. Are you accusing me of you accusing me of not being honest? I accuse you of what I just said. What I'm saying to you, I'm saying, do you believe that the Most High created you? You know, two people having sex ain't got nothing to do with making no eyeballs, no hair. All of the thousands of uh, uh, sales and millions of sales, you know they don't know all that. I'm saying, do you believe that the Most High made you? No, I said my mother and father made me. Now, if you don't like that answer, don't accuse me of not being honest. Uh, I gave you okay. an answer. An answer. You didn't like it, and you accused me of not being honest. Okay, Miss Jackie, do now. you have children? Do you have children? Yes. So did you make them? Yes, I did. They grew inside me also. I said that you they didn't make grow them. Out, they did not grow outside my body and a stork brought them to me. That didn't happen. They grew inside my body. The sperm okay, you met just, the egg 
and the egg went into the uterus. It formed, it bonded, and it okay. could not you live outside without me. You, you, you just proved my point. You actually, you actually proved my point. Everybody listening and that will listen to this video in the future, and this audio in the future, I have just proven my point. This is what why was your I have point? My point is when you start getting down to the serious questions, people start flip-flopping on you. Now, you just couldn't come out and say, well, I, I, I mean, the most, you don't want to give credit. You want to make like you created some human beings that you probably can get out of a Walmart parking lot in a certain amount of time. What I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to put you down. You know what, brother? Everybody, it's everybody. It's everybody. It ain't just you. That. It's brother you I'm about to ask brother Jessica the same question. Ever, have I'm you about... ever heard of baby Jessica? Have you heard of baby Jessica? Yeah. She's about twenty. She's about twenty-five years old now. About twenty, between twenty and twenty-five. They grew her in a test tube. They took stuff from the woman and they took stuff from a man, and they they grew this baby outside of a human in a test tube. Now, does that prove your point? No, because baby Jessica has a personality. Baby Jessica's going to be thinking a billion thoughts between now and when she dies. All of that is creating her. Baby Jessica's going to come with the spirit. They had no way of connecting the spirit to the to the genes and telling the spirit how long to be in the body and all that. All that's creation. So, no, they didn't create baby Jessica. Okay, well, what, what proof do you have that a spirit exists? Because you're on the phone talking to me. I'm on the phone talking to you as a human. You're not talking to a spirit. You're talking to a human being. I'm talking to a spirit inside of a body. No, you're talking to a human being with a brain inside of a body that has vocal cords, and you got ears to hear me. There's I mean, you can't prove. Wait a minute. There are people that lay down at night. You cannot prove that a God existed and a God made anything. You can't prove that. So you can't okay. come at me so, and so say do that you I'm believe wrong in higher power? because do I, you I, I have not proven it. And I, I choose to disagree with that. You can't say I'm okay, wrong. Okay, that's all right. I understand. I, I, a few more questions, and I want to move on to Brother Joseph. Do you believe in a higher power? See, Brother Oh, I just said I'm coming to you in a few questions. Just let me ask her one more question. This will be the last one, because you just cannot be still. Uh, my sister, do you believe in a higher power? I can't comprehend who and what is the creator. I I, I'm not talking to you right now. My sister, do you believe in a higher power? What, what, what he said. I agree with his answer. Tricky question. Now, hold on. What do you mean, what he say? I'm saying, do you I, believe I in a God? He answered it, and I agree. I agree with that answer. You agree with who? With his answer. What What you mean his answer? He ain't even answered yet. I said I can't comprehend who and what the creator is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Everybody listening. This is what I've been trying to say from the foundation of this show, from the very start of this show. This is what I deal with. We get Egyptology, they don't know what they believe. They don't know who they believe. They don't know when they're coming. They don't know when they're going. But they want you to give them all of your beliefs. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me interrupt you for one second. You labeled me as an Egyptologist. I never proclaimed that for myself. You labeled me that way. Now you're labeling me as something else, but continue. You hate yourself, Russell. 
That's all that is, man. You hate you. So let me ask you some questions, okay? Let me ask you the same questions. Number one, do you believe any part of the 66 books is true? Who, me? Yeah, now it's time to talk and you got I can't talk now. Come on now. Let me say this. Let me say this. I beg of you, man. I beg of you to research Moses Mamonide, and you will see. You will see where the New Testament came. Look, hold on. I'm not talking about no Moses Mamonide. I'm not talking about no Walter Williams. I'm talking to Joseph Johnson. I'm asking, I'm inquiring of your faith right now. I want to know what you, you, the person on the other end of this phone, what have your studies brought you to? Is there is there a higher power? Russell, I can't comprehend it. Is it? Do it exist? Russell, see, you sound like a Christian. Even though you yeah, understand of a black Hebrew, you sound like a Christian. Listen, man, I don't, I don't know, no, you know I don't know, no, I don't know, hold on, my sister. His, his way of questioning is to the get floor. the answer that he wants, and when he don't get the answer that he wants, he's want, he wants to be, in a way, derogatory to how we perceive things, because we're okay. not agreeing with you. So that, I mean, we have a different that, understanding, that, and a different understanding comes from researching, and, and it's things that you admitted that you have not researched. So your understanding of certain things and yours is totally different. So you shouldn't be accusatory because we're not agreeing with you. We're giving you answers okay. based on I, our research. On my research, all, I cannot I cannot submit to a higher power that I don't know is there. So it, to me, no, there is no higher power. A okay. higher power is my ancestors. I knew they existed. I know what they did. I know my mother. I know her mother. Her mother knew her mother. Exactly. To infinity. They know how to power that that put their hands down through the filament and and created trees and people. I don't believe that. Okay, let's go back to all your grandmothers to the first one. Explain what she would say. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Then y'all both started talking, so now I'm talking back to her for a second. Then I'm going to come back to you. You're going to finish out the show, please. My sister, you say each one of grandmothers, nobody created them. But your grandmother going to say, well, my grandmother created me. And then you go to that grandmother, she goes, that created me. Now, you, 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 you're very smart. I mean, you study. If you keep going back to grandmothers, ain't you originally going to get up? Ain't you sooner or later going to run into the first one? It's gonna be infinity. It ain't gonna never be no first one. It's gonna keep going and keep going. And if you believe that there's a first one, you tell me this: who created the higher power? <laughs> Listen, this is what I believe. This is this why higher power you believe in. Who created it? Where did it come from? Well, let me finish. I can go and right now make something. I can go and make something. I'm stopping with who created mankind. Whoever created him, whoever created the most high, I don't need to know that to tell you the truth. If there was a most high and he created man 
And I know that the earth is older than the Garden of Eden. Some people say um, they don't know that. They, that's another thing. They probably change their mind on that tomorrow. But yeah, I do right. believe. Okay, but where is the garden? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I do believe that the Most High made us, and I do believe that we all come from the dirt. We go back to the dirt. Everything the book says it happened. I don't know why folks doubt it. Made from the dust, you shall be returned to the dust. And we showed up, turned to the dust, and we still don't believe the book. Anyway, I believe the Bible. I believe that there was a higher power. Who made him? Somebody say, I don't know. I don't think we need to know. I don't think it matters. Why do we need? Listen, 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 listen. Why, if the Most High say this is how the earth is going to be, I made you for the earth, this is what I want you to do, here's laws, you follow these laws, you live long, you follow. If he gave us instructions and we know how to, and when we do those instructions, we have a happy life, happy marriage, happy kids, everybody happy. Why do we need to know who made him? That ain't even the most important thing. Most important thing to me is having the best quality life I can have right now. I ain't got to know who made the most high. That ain't even important to me. Really? I mean, you can have tell I thought me. about it? Jackie, hold on, Jackie. Have I thought about it? Oh, yes. Is it the million-dollar question? Oh, yes. But let's say we knew the answer. What? What if we find out that Mamuki made the most high? What, what does it then change? He still said you got to follow the law certain ways. So some stuff we ask just we all not even be asking. It ain't it don't even it only matter. What's up? Well, hold on, brother Joseph. What it, matters? Wait a minute. Is, it matters to you because you believe that. If somebody does not believe it, you cannot force your belief and your way of believing on that person. So like everything you just said to me means nothing because I don't believe that. You have you don't every have to believe right it, to believe But at you. some point, somebody. If I say one plus one is nine, you're going to probably say, look, I want to do business with you. Some, at some point in your life, Miss Jackie, you might be smart, you might be clever, but somebody's going to say, well, who made all our grandmothers? And you can say, well, it don't matter. You can say all that, but it ain't going to make sense. What you say don't make sense. You can say whatever you want to say, but if you it keep saying you got your, your grandmother made your grandmother, grandmother and they made your grandmother. And her mother was created by her and her mother was created by her, that makes no sense. Well, how did they give you? What, make, what, what don't make sense is when I say, well, who made the grandmother? Did nobody make it? Made, that's some crazy stuff. Because I never said that. You said that. Because it don't make sense. You chop that up to you and your understanding. Because I never said that. Okay, hold on. Let me just finish up with her, please, Brother Joseph. Who made your grandmother? Her mother. Hold on, Brother Joseph. Who made your grandmother, Jackie? Her mother. Her mother and father made her. Okay, let's go all the way to the first. Was there a first one? See, that's, that's Hold on. Brother Joseph, exactly. I promise you, you know, in 30 that's what seconds, I'm, I'm my, done. My brother in the background, he don't get it. He just really don't get I'm it. I'm not going to my brother in the background. I'm asking you a question, and people are listening to you. Who made these grandmothers? Their mothers. Their parents made them. It might not make sense to you right now. But you go do oh, I get it. I, it's, it's, I do yeah. agree. I agree with you, Jackie, that their grandmothers made. I agree. I agree. But at some point, who made? Didn't there have to be a first one? You find the first one. Her name was Lucy. Hello, brother Joseph. What'd she say? <laughs> I said, go find Lucy. Huh? Go find Lucy. Lucy. You t- go find Lucy. Yes. Go I find found Lucy. Lucy and I saw Lucy, but somebody made Lucy. 
Who made her? Probably her parents, huh? Okay, and who made them? Their parents. Okay, we can keep saying their parents, but at some point you got to get to a creator. And this is okay, why. Okay, who made the creator? Who made the creator? Whoever made the creator. I'm just trying to get to who made your, who made the people on earth. I ain't crying. Worry about who made the creator. Let me just say this to you. People are listening, and this is why you get the disrespect. You don't make sense. You might make sense in your head, but in other folk's head, they're like, okay, I see they smile at you, and they hate you in the background because not you, the person. Let me get this straight. Not you, Jackie, the person, but the, but the philosophy, the doctrine, it don't make no sense. So this is what people say in the church. They really do want to know truth. And the church people, they know there's holes in a lot of what they believe. Don't don't think they don't. They, they know, don't know no truth. No, they listen, don't. man, listen, listen. They don't they want no truth. You, they, don't they don't want to know, they don't want the truth. No, Why no, not correct no. it? They don't want to know the truth from you guys because you guys don't make sense. Brother, brother, that's a virus. That's a virus. Erasmus. Please, please, get a person let me uh, uh, spell it out for you. So you got to stop somewhere, brother. And see, I don't have enough time in the day to, to do research. And my comprehension is not that sharp to do that type of research. That's why we got brothers like Walter Williams and other brothers like him. That's all they do. This man is a professor, and you know what? He would chop any white lie down to the neck, and I would appreciate it. I would appreciate it if we could hunt him down, and you would put all your questions to him. Every question you—I don't care if it's a million questions—put it to him, brother Joseph. Yes, you're a little late. What? I done met his kind. No, no, you ain't met his kind. How no, you, you met did. him? No, you did. No, you did. Listen, listen, first of all, first of all, let, let me let me say something to you. You don't know who I met. That's number one. I don't always tell you everybody I meet. I told what you I've been, I've been I've been talking to these folks for twenty five years. No, twenty two years. Well, let's get some professionals on the show then. Let's get some professionals on. The now, now I'm gonna tell you about a culture in uh, uh, Madagascar. Now you know them people dig their people up every year, and they make it quick. Make it quick. Make it quick. I'm saying, are these people from Madagascar's wrong for digging up their people every year and marching through the street? Are they wrong? If what's it what we talking about? What's it got to do with what we talking about? It's it got a whole lot to do with it, bro. Yeah. It got a whole lot to do with it. But if you let the white man tell it, he, that's barbaric. Now, no, 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 you're getting off topic. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. You're getting off topic. You're talking about culture. Listen, man, let's go. I didn't get off this subject. You asked Brother Joseph, Brother Joseph, Brother Joseph. Her grandma and who created her grandma. No, you're talking but about the but, but I'm wrong when he tells me a creator created us. And I say, well, who created the creator? But no, I'm wrong. I didn't say you're wrong. I didn't say you're wrong, but I mean, 
Just because I can't answer that don't mean there wasn't no creator. Speak for yourself, man. You know, it, you know, I see why we in the position we are in now. Cause we don't want it. We don't want to learn no more than what we know. Cause it's all right. It's correct. Brother Joseph, under the influence of this, of this Zionist slimy Jew. Listen, brother Joseph, brother Joseph, brother Joseph, brother Joseph. Hey, brother Joseph, don't don't leave out with a made-up heritage. <laughs> a slimy Jew with a made-up heritage. Listen, they got a made-up heritage. You know what? You can say whatever you want to say. You're welcome to say it, and then I respect your right to say it. But I guarantee you. If we had a million folks present and we had a court, a hearing court with judges sitting, and you presented your proof, and I said, Your Honor, now that they're done, this is my proof. The reason I believe in the Bible, and I started naming all of the things, and I brought all the people in the room that claim to have had miracles and that claim to have heard voices, they've you know, I can I can name stuff, man. I I would love to know what y'all have to say about it. You know, people I'm that was there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, smart I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk. You ain't gotta interrupt me. You ain't gotta interrupt me. You ain't gotta interrupt me. Let me get out what I'm saying. I'm gonna look at the clock so I won't dominate. I'm gonna try to talk uh, no more than three minutes. Right now, I'm starting. It's two fifty-four. My time. Two fifty-four. Wow, I gotta get off this phone. But I said, Your Honor. And I bring all of them thousands and millions of people that heard voice that say stuff like, go home. And they felt the need to just go home. And all of a sudden, there was their baby needing them that very second. There is nobody around them. And there's so many miracles. Well, the Bible calls that a discerning. I mean, it calls it a word of knowledge. Well, I don't believe in the Bible. Okay, fine. But why did that lady, who told that lady to do that? Where is there an explanation of that in Egypt culture? It ain't there. Your Honor, here's another thing. Sure. And I go through, listen, listen. I go through all. Listen, man, please. I said three minutes. Come on now. Come on. I'm trying to abide by my own rules. When I start talking about all the things that people have experienced, yeah, I know that book been tampered with. I know it. Nobody knows it better than I do. But what do you have to say about people that's living out stuff every day, things that they can't explain, but when they go in the book, somebody went through that same thing. People with gifts to know, be able to talk to the dead, and, and they don't know why, but how they can. It's all types of things that y'all cannot explain. It's a, it, The line would be from here to Cairo. And then they're going to call you up to the, to the, to the, to the courtroom. And they're going to say, Sister Jackie, now produce your proof. How do you know that all these things you say to pass, and you just, all you got is a whole bunch of white people that you don't like, a whole bunch of books and some messed up, misquoted hieroglyphics on your side? Who do you think they're going to believe? The white is man, I read my answer? point. The white, look, don't nobody answer. know nothing about the hieroglyphics. I'm, I'm not making an acclamation, so it's not on to me to prove anything. It's up to the person that's making a claim to prove it. So they would never ask me to prove anything because I never made a claim. Now, for you, if you bring people in and say, well, these people, they they experience miracles, it's on you to prove that 
it was a miracle and it wasn't science or it wasn't something else. It's on you to prove that. I won't have to prove anything if we went to a court. I would dismiss the court right off the bat because the Bible says you shouldn't swear by heaven or earth, and that's the first thing they ask you to do before you talk. Jackie, you sound like you're 23 years old, no experience. I just, you just sound young like you ain't never seen no miracles, no nothing. And you sound you sound brainwashed by Christianity to me. But we both have our opinions on each other. Thanks. With all the miracles you're talking about, why is there still all this suffering on the earth? If it was all that type of faith where you talk about, it wouldn't be the type of suffering that exists today. Look at black people, man. Black people going through pure hell right now. Where's their miracle? Yeah, it ain't black people suffering. It ain't black people suffering. It's the planet suffering. Okay, where's the miracles out there that can save the planet? Look at all of these these people in Africa that's suffering because their land has been so ravaged by war. They can't grow anything. You got a company on the face of this earth called Monsanto that's they're uh, patenting seeds like they came from them. They didn't come from the Jackie. earth. They came from them. Where's the miracle? Jackie. Where's the miracle to save these people? I mean, miracles only happen spontaneously to certain people. Jackie. Oh, if listen, y'all, we got one minute. We went out of time. Hello, hello. Everybody believed in that higher power would get their miracle, right? Listen, we have run out of time, y'all. Hello? Part two.